weeknights at 7 o'clock on RazRadioLive.com. It's one of America's most popular radio programs. It's the LRWS. Don't believe us. Just ask Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban. People are allowed to be morons. They're allowed to be stupid. They're allowed to think idiotic thoughts. So during your Friday night plans, make sure that you take Lawrence Ross, Thomas Lakeman, and Matt Davis with you. Dumb Florida morons. Make sure you give these guys a call at 941-421-0401. Get off the phone with the Iraqi prick. That number again is 941-421-0401. They're driving me fucking nuts over here, Chief. It's the LRD. US. You suck each and every Friday evening on RazRadioLive.com.
right now are unconstitutional. Understand right now what you guys are doing here today will play effect throughout history. We are tired of these private Federal Reserve bankers who are running this country and destroying this country from the inside. The tyranny that they commit, they commit against you and your family as well. I declare this to be an unlawful assembly. I order all those assembled to immediately disperse. You must leave the immediate vicinity. If you remain in this immediate vicinity, you will be in violation of the Pennsylvania Crimes Code, no matter what your purpose is. You must leave. If you do not disperse, you may be arrested and or subject to other police action. Other police action may include actual physical removal, the use of riot control agents and or less lethal munitions, which could cause risk of injury to those who remain. Here at the Joe Show, we have the finest studios. Where's your studio? Because, like, I'm in a studio now that has guitars and some kind of UV light that'll fuck your face up if you look at it and turn it on. The smartest, most handsome on-air personalities. Price of Liberty is, is ugly. It's not, it's not very pretty. You're not very pretty. We don't talk about religion. So uh, we're actually God's chosen people. So they are the chosen ones. I know this. I think the Christians think that you killed their savior. And we're always respectful to women. When they invent the perfect artificial vagina, you broads are out of business. Lobster dinners, the diamond market, it's all going belly up. (laughs) (laughs) And smart, well-informed callers. Buzzy, where you? You sound like you're Creole or some shit. Where do you crawl out of Baton Rouge? What's what the fuck, son? I'm from Iowa. Hey, you better watch your mouth now. Talk about Iowa like that. I'm slapping the donkey like. That's the Joe Show, Thursday, 6 to 9, on Raz Radio Live, Salty Talk Radio, and PopRock80s.com.
RazRadioLive.com It's the first 52 Uncensored, uncut, and live Truth talk with guests that might help you survive It's the simple power of truth Join the conversation See through the lies of the manipulation It's the first 52 Listen up if you want to survive the ride Tune in the truth might save your life The simple power of truth One word, rock the nation RazRadioLive.com It's the first 52 That must mean it is Saturday, and that is right, it's Saturday, October 25th, 2014. You're listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. We are coming to you live from FEMA Region 4. Finally got all the other Raz holes out of Florida, the ones that didn't belong here at least, and they're back on their their ways back home, or they're already back home. I want to thank everybody who who came out and made RazFest. Just such a great event. I mean, we really had a good time. Had some great radio that came out of that building. We had some radio that wasn't that good that came out of it also. But, uh, you know, for the most part, it was all good radio. And uh, good times were had. And it will be one to remember, that's for sure. One to try to uh, to try to do better next year, for, you know, to improve upon. Which, I don't know, it would be amazing if we can improve upon that. 
So we're going to get back to what this show is about this week. We're going to get into a lot, a lot, a lot of topics. I've got my good computer up and running again, so I'm happy as could be. It's running like brand new, so there won't be any of those uh, stutters or, or problems that I always bitch about with that computer, which is really nice because uh, it makes for a more effective show and more, uh, more information shared out there. Of course, sitting over to my right, where she belongs, my lovely wife, Lexi. Good evening. I didn't mean that in a bad way. What, what does that mean? <laughs> where you belong. Like, you know, you belong sitting. You weren't with me last All week. All right, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has pitchforks here. <laughs> no pitchforks, please. God, it's like a racism thing with you. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Just calm down. All right, I'm calm. <laughs> so, did you enjoy Rise Fast, honey? Yes, of course I did. Of course you did? Mm-hmm. I usually have fun. When I do things that I feel like doing. <laughs> if you feel like doing them, you, you'll have fun doing them. Yeah. Well, that's lovely. You're very talkative this evening, I see. I know. God, it's going to be one of those nights with you. <laughs> and, of course, on the other uh, 120 miles or so from me, uh, up in the Tampa region, is the four-toted one. What's up? What's up? How you doing, bro? I'm tired. Have you recovered from uh, uh, Razfest? took me a day and a half to recover. Day and a uh, half? Day and a half. I, I finally got Amber off uh, like 3, 4 o'clock, came home, kind of just chilled out, and then took the next day off to myself. And I was like, I don't feel like doing shit today. Lucky you. I had to go to work on Monday, bright and early, 8 o'clock. Yeah, well. I didn't have any re- downtime or relaxation time. Sorry. Lucky you. And even the people that were here and went home on Wednesday had to work the next day. Yeah, I know. Everybody had to, you know, people that have jobs have to get back to work when they're done yeah, their, their trips and, and stuff. Kind of sucks, doesn't it? For yeah, it kind of sucks a little bit. Yeah, I'm bitching that, oh my God, I had to take a day and a half to myself. Oh, <laughs> yeah. poor day. It wasn't was long me. enough. I needed more time to relax. <laughs> and of course, we have the shadow man back there. Uh, Silent Bob. Just, just chilling and, and relaxing. Uh, with his delayed bells <laughs> as the evening progresses. We'll see how delayed he gets. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. From what I understand, he actually did 10 minutes last week. Yeah, did he me? actually got in front of a mic. He tried to. It was during our uh, our clusterfuck of a show there at the what? end of the night. No, he went before our show, right? Didn't you sit in on somebody else's show? He had to be a witness for Shifty. <laughs> Somehow he got coaxed into being he, a witness. He's not even talking. I'm like pointing to him, and he's not even saying anything. He's right here. <laughs> I don't remember much. (laughs) (laughs) It was definitely, it was definitely a good time. That's for sure. Uh, We'll do it again next year, and uh, it'll still be just as much fun, I'm sure. And I think we're going to go back that same place. They did a good job. Yeah, Um, Yeah, let's. And they they didn't complain about us, right? Nope. I checked on the way out. No, they expected us to behave worse than that. Yeah, they were proud of uh, of our behavior. Oh, we can do that. We'll be back (laughs) next year. We, we were trying to be really good, so yeah. Seriously, we gotta we gotta rent the whole fucking floor next time. Well, we need a whole Dibs building. Four thirteen. <laughs> Is that gonna be the the known party room now? Yes. Yeah. Four nineteen. No, I don't want it to be the dude. I and I know you had to clean up a lot of bottles too, but I cleaned up. Gotta be a hundred bottles fucking Sunday morning. Do you remember Razfest last year? Cleaning up from that. Yes, I know. I did the same thing. I went and found the garbage can and brought it up to us. That. That's right. And it, it's funny. It's you and me, the ones that, that get up early and start cleaning up. Whatever. Michelle and I were up cleaning our asses off Sunday, and then the 
what is it, the maintenance guys came up and I was like, so I don't want this $200 cleaning fee. So we wiped down everything and we put everything in the dishwasher and we took all the trash out and he was like, oh, you don't have to do any of that as long as nothing's broken. We're cool. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that would have been good to know like an hour and a half ago. <laughs> it, was, it was you and Michelle cleaning. In, yes. in my room, it yeah. was just me. How? Why wasn't anyone else helping? Because Ben was asleep, Bickety was gone, and fucking, uh, what's his face, uh, Scott was either sleeping or drinking. And <laughs> One of the two. Right. Pretty much what the and weekend was. He you're sleeping to be or having drinking. a good time. I yeah. didn't yeah. see him and that it, much. But. Amber was in another room, so, you know, when she came back, I had everything done by that time, you know, because I knew we had to get out of there by 10. So I was just like, all right, I gotta, I gotta make sure this, this shit is fine. Yeah, it was an early checkout. So anyway, as uh, now we'll, we'll wrap up the Razfest wrap up. Ask for a later checkout for next year. Next year, yeah, I agree. Definitely agree with that. Like noon checkout, if you could work that out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little later. Well, now that we know we don't have to clean as much, you know, it's yeah. not too big of a deal. I was worried about that too. I'm just thinking we got to take all this stuff down and. Well, then the stupid elevator breaks just right. ready to start taking the equipment down. That was really pleasant. So anyway, as we know, we are coming up into a election cycle. Uh, we've got our you know midterm stuff going on, and then we'll get into the presidential election cycle. And you know, I don't. We'll talk about it as we get moving through it. But as you've noticed, we don't really talk a lot of election or or. Uh, I don't want to say political because we talk a lot of political, but we don't really focus in on the leaders uh, of the, on the the people that are in those positions of power. Right? Would you agree with that, Dave? Correct. Like we don't, we don't, want, Yeah, they don't represent anything that we stand for. Right. So we don't really we don't really talk about them much because you can't really blame Obama for what he's doing because he's just doing what he's told to do. You know, it's not him making bad choices. He's just following the rules of what he's supposed to do. No, 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 no. See, here, this is this is what fucking pisses me off. The uh, president cannot make a decision. Oh, aside from uh, the military, he makes no policy. He does nothing. It's Congress. Right. Well, in either way, though, the point is we don't blame these figures because we know that they don't really have anything, any control of it in the long run. Right. So they, why I'm bringing... Who, who, who controls Congress? It's the corporations. Right. So I'm bringing, up, bringing this all up because, as you know, I think it's going to be Clinton versus uh, Bush. Jeb. I'm pretty sure I said that last year. Yeah, and Jack Blood said it, and other people have said it, and I kind of feel the same. Uh, I think it's going to be those two. And who do you think is going to win? Uh, Bush, of course. But uh, And this is a great example of why I think Bush is going to win.
So my question would be, who creates jobs if corporations and businesses don't create jobs? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Some of what she says actually is the truth. All right, because we have empirical data that says anytime the uh, minimum wage is raised, you know, uh, yes, there is some loss of jobs, but then there is an increase of jobs, and and you can check this shit out. Now, yes, if I create, if I start a business and I need to hire somebody, I am the job creator. But uh, so she's wrong on that account. But she's also right in the fact that trickle down economics does not work. What she's failing to tell you is that the reason why. You need an increase in your wages is because the Federal Reserve System is inflating their monetary supply so much that it's taking it's taking purchasing power right out of your fucking wallet. That she's not talking about. Well, of course she's not, not talking no about that. No one's talking about. Yeah. Right. She's not going to talk about that. Uh, Fish, I, I I had you on there. We'll uh, we're ready for you in a couple minutes here. So if you want to just come back on, you know, I'll just hold you there till we're ready. I was just about to to bring you on. We got he's going to join us here very soon. The Fish. Okay. Uh, I don't I can't believe you don't remember meeting him. I know. Sorry about that. I do. He sat down opposite me. I met him once or twice throughout the night, but uh, he got chased off. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's uh, amazing how quickly people get chased off sometimes with things. Anyway, so uh, yeah, Hillary and and Jeb is going to be who we're seeing. I just. Uh, I, I'm not saying we need to raise the minimum wage. I, I I feel that it should be dictated by. Uh, I don't think we should even have a minimum wage. It should be dictated I, by the business, and you know they pay what they pay, and they get the service that they get out of it. Um, but the the comment with the businesses creating jobs just I don't get who would create jobs and who, who is she trying to say is going to create jobs? The government? Is that is right, that what exactly. she's trying to say? All right, so let's just take the the current uh, gubernatorial race here in Florida, right? They say under Christ, he lost 700,000 jobs. And under fucking whatever that dude's name, what's his name again? Uh, Scott. current governor, Scott. Scott, we've got 700,000 jobs. No, no, no. They didn't do jack shit. Again, the, the governor is very much like the president. The governor does not make laws. The Florida legislature does. And the only thing that the Florida legislature does is hamper business it does not reg it does not allow it to be regular regulate actually means you know when somebody says to you or you know as we get older i need to be more regular you want to shit every day yeah right sure let's go brand to be regular you compare this to shitting now right well the thing is you want it to flow correctly so that's what regulate means is for things to flow quickly Uh, what 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 the term has come to mean is that we will put roadblocks up and protect certain businesses uh, via laws. Damn laws. Gotta hate Fucking those stupid right. damn laws. Exactly. So anyway. You know what, the, you know what the, the, the second biggest economy in the in the world is? What's that? The black market. Which is completely unregulated. Oh, that's what you need Bitcoin for. Which we'll get to that later. <laughs> You'll see why I said that later on. Alright, All right, so we know uh, Hillary's a douchebag. I think we understand that. Yeah, uh, I think it's the main she's just, point. She's just part of the fucking elite, you know. It doesn't matter. Hey, look, if we have another Clinton Bush runoff, that just shows you that there's there are elites that that get in involved in this, and they just keep cycling through and cycling yeah. through and cycling through. Right. Uh, the only difference between us and a fucking dictatorship is that we get to elect our dictator. 
We elect our dictator, and we like having our dictator, and we deal and with, will with fight, it. And people will exactly. People will fight tooth and nail for their dictator. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk with a, a, a friend of ours. Uh, we finally got to meet him in person uh, last week. Had some good times with him. I'm sure he's going to try to to fear us with some Ebola, uh, some Ebola fear porn from Da Fish. Fish, you there? Oh, wait, wrong channel. Damn it, I hate when I do that. Fish, you there? There you are. How you doing, buddy? Wow. Where do you live? Tennessee. Tennessee? Tennessee. Holy shit. Yeah, he's got a hell of a drive. Wow. Yeah, no, I thought you... Hey, I, but hey, as soon as you get ready to book uh, one of the in next year, uh, we're getting a room down there. We're going to be there Friday, Saturday, check out on Sunday, and we'll, we'll do the vacation the other way around this time. The other way around? What awesome. do you mean? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, we uh, we have a good time when we do that, and uh, uh, things get a little crazy sometimes. But you know, you just uh, you filter yourself around who you who you want to be around and what you want to be around involved with. He hit the dress and stuff. <laughs> Sorry. It took me a second there to register that one. You're just coming with all the good puns tonight, aren't you? So, you know, I know that uh, one of the things that you've been talking a lot about uh, when you're on with Salty, because you, you know that's how you came to, to us here at Raz Radio is, is through Salty, um, is Ebola. Now we see 
this nurse in Texas, I saw her on the news today, all dressed up and talking about how she's free of uh, Ebola now. Uh, after what was it? Uh, she was she thirteenth, I think, is when she was diagnosed with it, and it's now ten days later, and she's out in public and doing great. Um, we got this doctor that was in uh, one of the countries there uh, decided to, to go bowling and everything as he didn't feel well. Uh, where are you standing with the whole Ebola uh, finagle or f- fiasco? Yeah, it's, uh, he does have some some very interesting viewpoints. Uh, I believe this is also the guy that came out back during the Bush administration saying that there should be no czars, and now he's the Ebola czar. Uh, I think it's one of the things I saw about him also. Yeah, Dave? Uh, I got a lot of reports that they can't hear him. Yeah, I'm seeing them come through now. No, I don't think it's on your end. I think I'm having an issue with the settings on that computer for some reason. You're coming loud to me, but you're not going out to the board or to the uh, to the broadcast for some reason. So I'm, uh, that's what I was fiddling around with. That's why I wasn't giving the most attention. They are saying they can hardly hear him. Yeah, I'm seeing them too. Oh, yeah. Well, and it was and it was earth shattering news that I just shared. <laughs> Your loss. <laughs> yeah, well, here's the thing. If you were watching a video stream or listening via the video stream, you could hear it because I can hear him. Yeah, I don't get that, Dave. It's not going into the broadcaster at the same level it's hitting us at, which is not making any sense. Yeah, well, it's because... No, I'm going to have to... We'll have to muddle through with this and, and see if we can... Uh, See if I can play with it some more because I don't think that's going to make a difference. It's something yeah. with that setting on that computer. Rick saying that um, Hillary was quiet too, so the, what you had played was also quiet. All right. So, well, I remember this is the first uh, broadcast and setup, so maybe I got something crossed somewhere. Maybe you yeah. just need to bring that line up. No, that line's all the way up. I can't go up any higher with it. Anyway, um, all right. So you're still concerned about Ebola because you're concerned that they don't have control over it. Um, have you seen the reports that you know some places are are uh, 
initiating their own controls, as in New York, New Jersey, are going to require a mandatory uh, period for any doctors or nurses coming back from that region? Quarantines? Quarantine. <laughs> and Connecticut has already set up Connecticut has already set up a state of emergency and they're just waiting for it to happen in their in, in their area. So you know, they're gonna enact whatever uh, whatever laws that they have to. So <clears throat> I think the bill is done, obviously not, because you know, now it's back in New York and the guy was rolling and you know, on the subway. Some of my understanding, because we had this conversation a few weeks ago, some of my understanding of, of how the disease passes, whether I believe it's airborne or not, right. is yet to be determined. But the time frame when he becomes infected, or say Dallas Duncan, as we say it on Salty Talk many times, so not to be confused with uh, Chocolate Drop, uh, Dallas Duncan, um, his family didn't get it. Right. He what? His family didn't get it. Right. Yeah, here's his family didn't get it, so it had to be to a certain point. But what happens at that certain point? You know, was the doctor on the subway at the time? Was he bowling at the time that he had a hundred and three fever? I really don't know. But when they become contagious is is the thing that we just don't fully understand as Yes, no no no. Absolutely wrong. We understand how how contagious it is. It's, it's when you when you have direct contact, and direct contact is defined by the CDC and the World uh, Health Organization as within three feet of this person when you're treating them, right? Um, so if you notice that the only two people that have contracted uh, Ebola in this country came from Africa, and they were doctors, they had direct contact with these people, and the ancillary ones that they thought might have had it were um, nurses that had direct contact with these doctors. And they don't have it. People are fucking going crazy for no fucking reason. I don't. I don't disagree with you. My thing is, as far as the as as, as far as the fear porn goes, <laughs> you know, that's, that's Sean's word. Somebody has to slap people in the face that says, you know, there are things out there that we can't control, whether it be Ebola, whether it be the government, whether it be the the uh, cops shooting people, whether it be uh, martial law or anything else, we have to be prepared in our own homes to take care of ourselves. And this has been my platform as far as Ebola goes. This is a springboard to get people ready. You know, so what? It scares the crap out of you. I don't care. You know, wake up and see, because these are the things you guys talk about every single show. Every week, day in, day out, is get your asses ready. And it takes something this freaking scary that are still 70% of the people that comes in contact with to do that. You know what? I'm okay with that. Well, what, what, do you, what do you think we should do to prepare? I mean, what can you do? 
Stay inside the house. Don't go. Don't go to the doctor. Wear a mask at all times. Rubber gloves. <laughs> Apron. <laughs> That's like worst case scenario. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, here, here's the deal. Do you, you have to plan for? I mean, yeah. Preparedness that, is important. If that's going to happen, when they knock on your door and you say, yeah, I got everything I need, they're going to be, no, you got to come with us anyway. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon um, because they don't want the mass media that fucking freaked out. They want them freaked out just enough so that they could buy the... Uh, uh, the uh, vaccine that Sean called, I don't know, a month or two ago about this shit. Uh, and then I heard, and I watched the news the next morning uh, or sometime this week, probably when I was recovering. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a little thing on the bottom, it says, you know, that they're working on, on a vaccine that should come out on, uh, in the beginning of the year. Yeah. yeah. So I, Sean, I definitely see it as a big pharma deal because, right, I right. mean, if they're saying, especially during cold winter, that it can survive on inanimate surfaces for well, long periods of time if it's below a certain temperature. And that brings up my newest it's theory. It's going to freak enough people out to get vaccinated. That 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 brings up my newest theory that I brought out the other day, and that is that we're, we saw a little die-down in the promotion of, of Ebola. And that die-down is, is slowly, like, it's still there in the background. It's just not as severe. They're, they're trying to keep it there, but not at the high level yet because the vaccine's not ready. And then they talk about the promotion of uh, it, it's it's more contagious in the winter months because it does live longer. It can live longer in the air and possibly be airborne in colder weather. Uh, and to go with what you just said, Fish, let's uh, let's just take a listen here to this. And you know, Andrea brought up something that, that really, really stands out. And we don't have a Surgeon General right now. And this is a point where government is really letting us down as Americans. I don't care what party you are. you got to get your stuff together. We need a Surgeon General. We need a pinpoint person. Look, from both sides of the political aisle this weekend, they started saying, look, where is this person? You use the word czar. I don't care what you call him, but we actually have an office to do 
do this. But it, our uh, lawmakers inside the Beltway have not been able to agree on an. They're always behind it, a problem until it becomes a crisis. I think they should set up special centers for just Ebola in each state. They shouldn't be letting people go into regular hospitals where it could be spread. Right. I, I mean, that's I, an interesting where there idea. are professionals but that takes who the know how to deal being with this specifically. That would take, Paul, the person being very upfront with their condition, well, yeah, saying it, what their symptoms exactly are, exactly and right. being forthright about where they've recently traveled, which has not yeah. been the case See, so I, far. I understand. I, I have a problem with more bureaucracy. So a czar or a person appointed specifically to deal with this, we already have it. It's called the Center a, for Disease Control. Yeah. I mean, look, outbreak came out in 1995, and I've been prepared for stuff since 1995, <laughs> okay? I mean, it's not... What, are they, what is CDC doing Ebola in the meantime? They're making sure that there are flu vaccines at CVS, that's all. It came out in 92 and right. 99, I remember, because my son, I became very paranoid. Right. So they know what this is. Yeah. We are hearing from the director of the CDC, who should be tasked with doing some other job to keep everybody else safe. There should be that PR arm of the government that was created. I know I sound like I'm beating the drum here. Surgeon General or somebody. And you have somebody in, in mind. He probably doesn't want to do it, but Rudy Giuliani would hmm. be perfect yeah. for this yeah. particular role. And if you lived in New York City and you know Rudy, he put together an extensive set of doomsday plans for the city so that when 9-11 happened, he knew exactly how to respond. And not just that, Harris, not just a terrorist attack, but a chemical attack. I mean, Andrew Rudy was prepared. We had a lot going on. Yeah, he was prepared for everything. He anticipated know, right? every situation and what could go wrong. He was always ahead of he the curve. He was prepared. CDC always director, prepared. Frieden seemed behind the, the curve at the podium today. No, he was basically fine. instructing hospitals from the podium on things that he should have been telling them months ago. So my big question, Paul, mm. is it time for, and, and I'm going to quote the golf channel this weekend calling the president the first duffer because he had his conversation with Sylvia Burwell who was the HHS uh, secretary and then moments later we know from video went to hit the golf course and his windbreaker. Is it time that we hear directly from the president? <laughs> yeah, I, I, unfortunately it is but I, I go back to my earlier point. It should not have gotten to this point where he has to step in. I agree he does. There's a larger 30,000 foot issue here for me which is that you know there's a really bad health protocol throughout the United States right now. It's called going to the hospital. Like going to the hospital wow. is not a good thing in this country. And my issue is from, from, the, from the sound bites we just heard that you have a CDC that in the moment is adjusting its protocol in the middle of battle. This is a war. It's like dropping guys when into combat and going good point. and starting shooting and then the, and the commander going, wow, we probably should have practiced shooting a little bit before we got over I think here. I would be really careful of saying that hospitals are not the place to go in this country. We have the, the best health care system still in the world And not for some people we don't. Not for some people we don't. For this specific disease, we should have a special facility with specially trained people who know exactly how to deal city. with this in each city. That way it's not spread, and when the person walks in, they know what they're looking for. They know if they find it, they know how to contain it, and they know how not to infect themselves. So Why do they have the actress, the, the girl from Clueless? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Giving a rundown on what we should do in the case or event of Ebola. But the, <laughs> who was that? Who was that? Was that Stacy Dash? Stacy Dash from Clueless. Yeah, she, yeah she's in the public. <laughs> she's still smoking hot. Well, she is, but the, no. The whole point of that. The whole point of that is that we've been screaming about these FEMA camps forever, and we have them in every state, and that's exactly where we're going to see the FEMA camps starting to if they blow this yeah. thing up. Fish, are you there? Fish. Uh, hold on, I'm not hearing you. I moved that channel to see if I can get you on a better one. Oh, now I got nothing. Sean. 
on. I actually heard him, but very lightly. I did. You there, fish? Yeah. That's oh, really there weird. We, go. we sound so unprofessional today. I know. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to get you on a better channel because uh, I do have another phone call interview later on. So I was trying to fiddle with it there. I was hoping I got it, but it doesn't seem like I did. I don't know. Let's uh, let's put it out there. Is yeah. it the better to hear you with? <laughs> so, what'd you think of that audio? Well, what did I think of what? What'd you think of that audio? Well, yeah, the yeah, the, the FEMA camp audio. Well, you know, I just the clip that you heard it was it was really broken up, but I caught a lot of it. And you know, they're talking about the CDC director who actually said to Congress, you know, if you got a really good idea, we're open to it. So we have a czar in charge of Ebola that is into population control, and we have the CDC director that's asking Congress, who are not uh, doctor, well, maybe some of them are, you know, for help. Hey, give us some ideas because, you know, we're at a loss. We don't really know what's going on. And, you know, Ebola is probably the worst thing that could happen to us. But when it all comes down to everything that's going on, you know, inside the United States, and I think we had a conversation about this about population control, you know, there's a lot of other, lot of other things. I mean, how the flu is, you know, is, is more detrimental to, to uh, U.S. citizens. And, and one of the things that I talked about on Shaki Talk is I truly believe that the powers that be that control the central bank and the other <coughs> bank, it, it, it seems to be four families and four petroleum companies that control the world bank, and the people that control the chemical companies, the, the, the drug companies, uh, you know, are a different side of the family, but just as equally as powerful. I think they've been fucking with each other, and one of them saying, hey, you know what, I want to be the big guy. Well, it's the real bank that's saying, no, we're, we're the big guy. No, watch, us, watch how fast we can crash the whole system. One simple word, and that's Ebola. And it's it's doing a pretty good job. Now, do you think they should? Uh, do you think they should quarantine? Do you think we should stop flights from there? What do you, what's your thought on that? Well, I personally think we ought to stop flights. Really, like New York, New Jersey, and Illinois are doing. You know, the problem is it all falls back in the American public to pay for this crap. When they come into JFK or they come into LaGuardia or or uh, O'Hare and we're going to quarantine them for 21 days, who has to pay for that? Well, that's us. Yeah, that's a big problem, I would say. Right. So, you know, my, my thought, of course, they destroyed all the damn planes. My thought was... You know, all these damn planes that they destroyed, of course, they're already gone, uh, the ones in Afghanistan, just flying in and let them be a quarantine zone. You know, if we got extra, you know, and just drop them off. I mean, these are cargo planes. Empty everything out, put in some hospital beds, you guys stay here for 21 days, and if you're clear, if you leave, you can't go. But if you're clear, then yeah, you can fly back to the United States. Eight. I still think everyone's I think everyone's overreacting I mean some of the 
Ebola is generally going to be found in Western Africa, okay? Some of the larger outbreaks is maybe three, four hundred people a year. But we're talking about, like, little villages with with horrible immune systems and health care and everything else. They're eating terrible, terrible food, disease, rotten bullshit. It's likely to occur there. And it's not easy to transmit from one person to another. Granted, it has a little staying power, but I mean, I really don't think that we're gonna we're going to see an outbreak on a large scale here. I think it's really seriously overreacting. I, th- I think we're making all these plans. My biggest fear with it is this vaccine that is almost certainly going to come out sometime in the winter months, and it's going to fuck people up, and it's going to be worse than whatever anyone is fearing about what Ebola is going to do to people here in the U.S. I, I just really think that everyone is seriously overreacting right now. And don't disagree with you on the vaccine. The fact that they're rushing the vaccine so fast and trying to get it pushed through, you know, is a very scary thing. And we prove it, you know, we know what the drug companies do. And we've been doing it for, you know, decades, for God's sake. You know, but Ebola has managed to get stronger each time it is crossed up. And maybe, and maybe today is not the day that Ebola will take control or take root in the United States. But it's coming one day or another, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, through mutation. And everybody's sitting back and thinking, Hang on, the billboard that I saw one day was, it can't happen to me, is not an emergency plan. This is what we do. I'm not saying it can't happen to me or it can't, you know, I I worry about my son going to school. I'm not so much worried about Ebola as I am other things, but... I mean, I'm not saying that it can't happen. I'm just saying it's not very likely, and it's not something that we should all be frantic about. Well, I, you know, I, don't, I, I, I don't disagree that we shouldn't be frantic, but the problem is that most people look at things as we shouldn't do anything. And this is the problem that I have, is nobody thinks about tomorrow. And this is what all of Raz Radio is about. Well, that's what soap's for. <laughs> soap. Keep soap on you at all times. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so, all right. So, we're going to we're going to we're going to assume that uh, uh this is going to go in the direction that of course we both think it's going to go. I, I do think it's going to become an issue down the road. I just don't think they're ready for it to be an issue yet. Um they they, yes. You know, have you seen the reports of uh, the the uh, the guys putting uh, what the hell was it they were putting in the water over there? Um, Fluoride. No, no, no. It was uh, formaldehyde. Formaldehyde. Oh. oh. They were they, they actually caught people adding formaldehyde to the water supply over in Africa and in, in the regions that were seeing these outbreaks. And Why? apparently, well, apparently that gives the exact same symptoms of Ebola. Now, Ebola. 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 It's going to get you. Um, <clears throat> so, I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, there's been a lot of reports of, of 
crisis actors over there pretending to be sick. Um, I was on Shannon's show two weeks ago. When this first started, do you remember? I looked up the the yearly annual average yeah. of of actual coming into contact with this and actual death because of it, which was roughly forty or fifty percent, I think, death. But it was all it was a total of twenty five hundred cases since nineteen seventy what two seventy three. Well, now we've got ten thousand cases apparently as of today. That's, no, that's, no, that's, that's totally what they showed That's forty three hundred or some shit like that. Lexi yeah, and I were no. sitting on what they well, say on the news this morning. Well, we watched Fox remember. News again. It was no, way blown out it was, from twenty five. They said there was a total of ten thousand and something cases and and four thousand and something active. There cases. are more elderly or that 4, die from deaths. the flu each year just in the United States from the flu than than die from Ebola. Tons more well, all right. So, how many people die each year from uh, doctors making mistakes on people's prescriptions? A lot, a lot more than any oh, of well, them. I, I know, I know this. I know the number, and I'm kind of fishing here. Uh, well, don't fish. Just tell us. A hundred thousand, a hundred thousand accidental deaths a year caused by doctors. And how many people die in a hospital that went in and got a different infection, different infection than what they went in for? Oh, they, I have, I. Oh. I have I have personal experience where the fucking uh, hospital almost killed me. I, I, my infectious disease doctor overdosed me of vancomycin, which is the antibiotic of last resort. I went to full renal failure. I had red man syndrome, and if I had not gone to the hospital, I could possibly not be here right now. He wouldn't be here with us, and he wouldn't be four toe Jones. And that would be sad. How right. sad I was would still that ten, be? I, I, I still had ten toes then. <laughs> okay. Right, exactly. Right. something out there about this uh, e- Ebola czar, all right? What do you think his credentials are? Do you think he's a doctor? Do you think he knows anything about o- Ebola? What do you think his credentials are? And again, I'm fishing for an answer because I know it because I've read it in the last 10 minutes. Should he have medical experience? Right. He's a fucking... I think overpopulation's
Guess who he worked with before? The Clinton administration, the Gore campaign. Oh, and up until 2005, he was a lobbyist for Fannie Mae, whom he helped overcome regulatory issues. This guy is not going to help the people. He's going to help the corporations. He's going to help the government. He's going to help the people that assigned him this job. This clearly shows you that this appointment was nothing more than a fucking political move and to placate the people and to, as far as I'm concerned, to incite fear. Yeah. And, and and if now if you realize this, then you you should actually give no credence to the government as far as I'm concerned whatsoever. This is why I'm an anarchist. I don't believe anything that these motherfuckers say at all ever. Hey, I'm right with you here, Right with you. Whoa. I thought you guys were getting kinda ugly for Yeah, I was letting you guys go there for a second. Oh, we agree. We're, we're venting. I didn't. I, I was, it was confusing for a minute, and I was like, "Oh no." Yeah, I'm cool? having a hard time. I'm we're all good. I'm hearing him. He's over modulating like crazy. I, no, you were, I was letting you finish. I, I thought you were like doing a dramatic pause there for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, I'm still having an overmodulation issue. I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah, I'm gonna, t- I just sent, uh, info a message. We're gonna ha- hold off on another one until I get this fixed. Alright, uh, so let's take a break and fix it. Well, we're gonna take a break here in a second. Take a breather. Well, Alright, so, so, so do you really wanna broadcast? Do you wanna broadcast? This? <laughs> they, they can barely hear it on that anyway. So, Fish, we're going to do this again where I got this working right because I want to get in some more stuff with you. We'll just have to fly him in. Yeah, yeah fly him down specially for, <laughs> for a broadcast. You can take over my spot. <laughs> we'll do a Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> to get Fish in studio. Well, he just needs a fucking uh, $50. We'll call it Das Fish. Das Fish. All right, listen to this. No, not yet. My wife would be interested uh, in the, say, 9 o'clock hour if I get a studio. Uh, Mark sent me all the, uh, all the information. Right. Uh, to do a live talk in Ukrainian or Russian uh, on, some the issue, on some of the issues worldwide uh, and, and have, she already knows some of the people that she could have call in on a regular basis and, and uh, you know, yeah, it sounds like something we can definitely discuss. Uh, sounds like you. I'm excited to have uh, to see what you can produce when you have a studio and and what your thoughts will be and and because uh, you have some great opinions on things I and mean, we've sat and talked 
uh, a lot about things in the short period of time we spent together. So I can't wait to really sit down and not be fiddling around with controls trying to get uh, the audio right with you. It's all right. We'll, get, we'll let you wrap it up with that because I did read that and it really impressed me with what you wrote there. I, I was taken back a little bit by it. I don't know what that specific number is that will change the battle that we're not far from doing. This year, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, we're raising our kids that same way. I know you guys are, and I am too. I mean, Alex will know how to do everything in the garden, you know, how to raise his own food, and what to look for in the changes in the world. Yeah, I'm going to read that when we come back from a break so everybody can actually hear it because uh, you're not going through that great on, on the broadcast end. So I'll, I'll when I, I'm signing in right now to my Facebook, when we come back from the break, I'm going to read that because I, I really grabbed my attention. Um, Fish, we're going to bring you back on again. I enjoy talking with you, and uh, you know we're going to have some lively debates, you and I, uh, I think, especially with the 4 to one involved in them. So uh, go enjoy the rest of your Saturday. I appreciate you taking the time, and we'll do this again soon. Uh, All right. Have a good one, man. Bye, Thanks, Fish. Yeah, I gotta Bye. figure. I gotta figure out what's going on with that channel. It's driving me nuts. I think it might be a loose uh, sound card in there or something. Because uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's a loose nut behind the wheel. Oh, uh, hey, I mean, when shit gets moved and then you think it's running, I even did a sound check and it worked that way. So I don't. I don't get what's going on. It's not well, making any you, sense. Why don't you just play something from that laptop and see how it sounds? It sounds to me like you have. But that wasn't a laptop. That was the the Skype computer. Uh, or whatever from that machine. Play something like a. Uh, I will. I'll, we'll figure it out. We'll uh, figure all right, it yeah, all well, out. It's overmodulated on my side. So as soon as you figure that, you actually did lower it. It sounded a little bit better, but I guess it wasn't coming out on your side. I don't know. I don't care. I'm right. tired. I'm tired. Dave's always no. going to whine and be tired. tired. No, it's just I was doing shit today. Well, we got a bunch of shit to talk about in the next hour. This is my second fucking three-hour show today, okay? I, I, not my, I get it. I get it. All right. We'll be back in a couple minutes, guys. You're listening to First 50 on RazRadioLive.com. Uh, enjoy your break. Look at my crayon. Hold on. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's your name again? John Ryan. Four Toad and Lexi. Do I mention Four Toad? Sure. Poor oh. Dave. Dave. <laughs> Hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz for Toad and Lexi. You know, I don't, that's not like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on. I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And, uh. Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob, yeah. Dr. Bob Tuscan. 
It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to The First 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy Porto. Steps in a new direction. The Lord's forgiven you of everything in your life you don't want there. And he's should... your copy of America on DVD. Have your credit card ready. Chicago Mosque in the worst possible place. The controversy? It's only two blocks from ground zero. This week, Sarah Palin, up to already raucous debate, went on Twitter to hold on Yo, censor me the steps, son. You ain't censoring shit.
What's up, Reds Radio fam? It's your man, Wayne, in Baltimore, and I'm doing my thing live on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time when I bring you the chocolate drop on RazRadioLive.com. Join us as we play music, talk sports, politics, and whatever's going on in the news, and um, chances are you might learn something. Chances are you won't. So join me and Joe from Maine on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RazRadioLive.com. Oh, and by the way, no devil music.
been down, but I came up from the bottom and a product of the lotto. I need no glass to drink my liquor out the bottle. Oh, motherfucking high. Yeah, that's my motto. Working class, the only people I follow. They understand where I'm from. I've been down, but I came up from the bottom. I've been down, but I came up. Welcome back to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Sorry. It's all right. Yeah, with the, with the Skype problems, I'm not going to attempt to do that with uh, info. I've already messaged them. Uh, I feel bad, but what am I going to do? I can't. People can't hear them. What am I supposed to do? We just spent a whole break trying to fix it. What? We should end the show. Of course Dave would say that, of course that's as what usual. Dave would say. We'll probably it's say it eight, ten more times now. We can take bats if you like. <laughs> nice, uh, Dave. Makes a, I, well, I, I went outside to walk around to get some... What? You don't want to talk to me he now? Yeah, is that what you're saying? Anymore. That's what it is. You don't have time for me? Oh, all right. Gonna, no, it's I'm fine. No, it's cool. If, fucking, if, if Adam wasn't here, I'm sure to fall asleep at one point. I thought you were falling asleep at one point. You're all kicked look- back and whatnot. He pays such good attention on the show now, doesn't he? No, I was listening, but I just was totally chilling. You know? Yeah, I know. We've seen that before. So let's let's put a spin on this. I'm gonna I'm gonna read Andy's thing here. Let's put okay. a, let's, let's put a different spin on this. And please don't think I'm against saving a species. We are all part of the same ecosystem and must be in harmony. When a species is close to collapse, we begin to monitor their behavior and their social activities. In parentheses, NSA. As we study them, we look for an environmental environment that is suitable for them since it was changed or altered, geoengineering, due to climate change. We then begin to monitor their movements, GPS cell phone tracking, and RFID chips, so we can watch them move to a suitable location. Then we introduce a population that they can mate with, illegal immigrants, knowing this will alter their gene pool, but that it is necessary to perpetuate the species. When some of these measures fail, we are forcibly move, we forcibly move them to a new area, FEMA camps, and monitor closely. As a last resort, only to save them, we put them in zoos and hope that we can keep the species alive by feeding them, caring for them, and maybe they will produce enough offspring that we can repopulate. <clears throat> I found that very, uh, interesting. I thought that it was well put and, it kind of ties in with everything if you think about it. It does not. You know, you didn't get it out of that. 
No, I, I, we are not a... Uh, we're not endangered. Uh, we're not an endangered population. <laughs> we're a fucking virus. We're taking over the planet. We're, you know, ten, 20 years ago, there's 5 billion. Now there's 7 billion people on the planet. What, what are you talking about? I, you I'm cannot afraid. escape from the cages that you cannot see, Dave. Well, but we're not pandas either. And and this right. planet is nowhere near <laughs> overpopulated. So I disagree well, under, with well, that a, we're not, vagrantly. We're not endangered. Right? There's there's no <laughs> I, I just don't get that. I think I think we are endangered. I think we're all gonna see all right. that well, the population let's agree is going to, disagree to start that there's a diff- dropping difference. soon. Are you gonna make me fucking are you gonna make me get the definition for endangered species? Sure, Dave, right. get the definition I'm do for endangered it just species. To be a dick. That's just overreacting. That's very Mel Gibson conspiracy theory, Sean. Of course you're falling in tow there. Imagine Which that. Andy Andy does kind of remind me of your thought process. <laughs> <laughs> My thought process. Ah! Well, I don't so, have that so chaos. Let me overreact to everything. Overreact. <laughs> so he anything. would be a good replacement for me because he'd be right along lines with what Sean believes in. That's not fair, no, Dave. No, we can't replace you hey, with somebody like that because look, you need to be there to counterbalance me, Dave. I mean, you, you really don't understand how this don't works, do you? Leave me by myself. <laughs> it's gonna be a while. I, I won't. I pro- I promise you this. Mostly, I am. Mostly, well, I promise you I'm this. Gonna, mostly, I'm gonna almost promise you that I will not leave the show until a dangerous conversation is over. Okay. What the hell does that have to do with anything? It just shows his his loyalties where they lie. Right. I'm not. I'm not going to quit your show and still do his. I'll wait for that to run its course, and then then I'll get used to only doing one show a week. Because I kind of told Katie that I, well, even though she didn't really pick up on it, but uh, I'm going to stop doing the Monday show. Then eventually the Tuesday show will probably work its so, way out. So, you know, we always talk about how uh, <laughs> Ebola... You're stressing me again. We can't back. talk about you, this You know right how now. we've been talking about right, Ebola hold on, here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, wait, no, 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 no hold, hold on. Nothing. No, I'm gonna move we're moving on. along because this Thank is you. a realistic discussion that we're having. I'm, so. I'm going to tell you what, what the definition of endangered species is. All right, please tell me. It's when a uh, population is likely to become extinct. Wow, that was. I'm glad you looked that up for us, Dave. <laughs> this right. basic bitch. It's 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 not it's not one that's going away or whatever. You know, we are not likely to become extinct. Uh, no, I know. Not next week. We're not an in, endangered in the near future. species. It's right. not a realistic comparison. I don't right. know. We and, might and that's be one where the species. population gets gets lower and lower and lower until you have the no more. Do want us dead, you know? The fear so. base reporting yeah, people. is extraordinary if, if, enough. If we're all dead, they'll still be around. Uh, but they're not Extinct the same. means no more left. They're not the same people as we are, Dave. They're uh, different yeah. people. They're better they're than us. They're lizard people, Dave. So, as we all know, none of us really agree with Obamacare. Can I agree with? Can we all agree with that? That none of us like it's Obamacare. Do you, th- you think? You think I like that the government tells me I have to buy a product? Of course not. That's not even. That's fucking ridiculous. Wow, Dave's back. <laughs> Dave's here. Yeah, well, you know, we we argued about Obamacare. We've argued with Brad Freeman about Obamacare or that Ooh. American Health Care Act or whatever the hell yeah, it's called. Well. <laughs> so oh, oh, I shouldn't have done that. That was actually that was not in comparison to what's well, not to Obama. <laughs> I was not doing that to Obama. I just I, I saw it there. And I was like, let me, play, let me press play. So <clears throat> we know that Obamacare has caused major issues. And during the debate of Obamacare, what was the the biggest argument that they were having. What was their biggest thing that 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 the federal government was responsible to take care of the, you know, the public health? Isn't that what the debate was? Are they? 
I don't know, man. Well, do, go, back so debate, well, go back what to the debate. Go back to the debating time. The, when, they, when people were arguing and debating uh, Obamacare. The, the only thing I remember is Nancy Pelosi saying, we have to uh, fucking sign it into law so we can see what's in the bill. Right. <laughs> or, or if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. I remember that. And I remember your that was a you lie. Right, you'll pay less instead of more. And liar. Well, you remember the argument of the of the. You tenth, lie. The, you remember the argument of the Tenth Amendment and that you know states would take care of it. No, it's the federal government's job. And you fall from grace. You remember Nancy. all this? The, the, you know the the well being or the welfare of the country. The government said that that was their responsibility. Blah blah blah. Yeah, that was Brad's thing. Oh, it says it strictly says there in the, in the welfare of the country. And what does welfare mean? And that 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 means he he can he can tag anything under the thing of welfare. All right, if that's the case, then I need a house to live on, and and, and I need food. So why right. don't you pay for that before you pay my, for my, my point? I, I do have a point here that He's I'm trying Snoopy. to get to. He's very live on his house. I'm really trying to get to this point here. <laughs> you guys are really making it difficult for me to get to my point. So anyway, well then stop asking me questions. <laughs> so anyway, to your point, loud noises. <laughs> so with all this this rigmarole of Ebola coming out, uh, I find this as I'm reading this article. I find this section here. It's uh, from last week. Uh, when was it from? It was from October 10th. And as I'm reading through this thing, oh. sorry guys, I'm on call for work, so I had to keep that up. As I'm reading through this thing, this one paragraph stu- stood out at me, and I really went, what, did they really just say that? One of the things we have to understand is the federal, state, and local public health relationship, says Michael Ostrom, Director of Center for Infectious Disease Research and Policies at the University of Minnesota. Public health is inherently a state issue. The state really is in charge of public health at the state and local levels. It's a constitutional issue. The CDC can't just walk in on these cases. They have to be invited in. So, um, yeah, that just totally goes against everything that they used to argue Obamacare in, in you know, a year and a half, two years ago. That was my point. Nobody got my point. So I, I hope somebody out there listening got what I just read. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't even think the people involved in the show are even listening to me at this point in time. I think what? They're both staring out in the space. Uh, I'm just rereading what you just read. That's all. Well, don't you think you say, that? Dave? What? Huh? <laughs> What'd you say, Sean? Huh? Go ahead. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Bring back that out. <laughs> you all suck. <laughs> Each and every single the one CDC of you. The CDC must be invited in on state. Local issues. So yeah, like, and I, I, I disagree that it's, it's the state's job to fucking take care of the, the health of the people. It's not the, the, the government's job. It's see, fucking he was, my he job. He wasn't even listening to what I just read. It's like a Yo, Brad that was what you said. Issue. That, I said it, you, so it must be true. That's what you said at the very beginning. That they said it was the state's uh, job to take care of the health yes. of the of its people. <laughs> yes, and I don't, I don't agree with that whatsoever. Why is it because a state not, issue? Like my right. It's not the it? government's issue at all. It's my uh, responsibility to take care of my health, not somebody else's. Okay. Where do you stand on that? Do you think that is the state's responsibility? What, to take care I of my health? Said, no, no, I just said. No, I'm think, not asking you, Dave. I'm asking oh, Sean. I, I, I'm perplexed. As far as my personal health, no. But I do think in, in cases... But other person's personal health? No, in cases of, of a large outbreak like this, there have to be controls put in place to try to regulate and, and prevent exp- uh, the complete growth of this problem, such, such as, as Ebola, 
Let's no, use. They no, can't w- do anything about what, it. What would you propose that the state put in place in order to control such a thing? I don't know. I'm not at that level. So there you go. Oh. I want this the government to do something. This isn't what this argument was about anyway. I don't know what to do. I, I don't feel I want like to... it is. Yeah. No, this, the whole, I'm... Fucking statist. Fuck you. Hey. The point I was that trying is. to make here is that <laughs> I'm just trying to knock down the whole argument that of Obamacare and how it's the federal government's job to take care of the well-being of the country when they're turning around and saying it's not their job. But in a whole nother sentence or in a whole nother thing. So that's my only point was. But do you have a position on it? On how to control it? No, I'm not. I don't know what to do. I don't know how they should do it. I'm going to take care of myself. Okay, what's the point in talking about the problem if we don't offer a solution ever? Well, I wasn't talking about a problem. I was just trying to point out a stupidity. It is stupidity. a problem, though. What, Ebola? Stupidity. Well, we know stupidity is a problem. <laughs> I mean, that's evident. Look, just okay. look at the show right now. I mean, we got Dave on here. <laughs> I mean, you know, stupidity's at its highest right now. Dave's awesome. Yeah. Sometimes. You want to hang up, don't you? No. Sometimes. I Didn't I do that once before to show up? Fucking... No, that was when you passed out on me multiple different times. No, no, no. I, I actually shut it off. I just hung up and I got, I got right back. I think it was a drunken disorderly night. Probably. More than likely. Um, where was I here? So we got that. Nobody found that interesting. I'm sorry. Uh, well, you didn't give us your position on it, so it made it hard to have a conversation I did. There was no position it. to be had. I don't think it's a state issue. There was no position to be had there. I was just pointing out the the idiocy idiocy of the if statements these people make. If you have Ebola, you should stay where you are. Call a health professional and quarantine your own self. <laughs> well, that's really what you should do. You should be responsible enough to not go bowling when you just come back from a country where you were treating patients with Ebola. Bowling with Ebola. I mean, think <laughs> about it here. That's how stupid is that? Now, I, I'm not, not I'm not knocking the guy down, but I, I mean, really, let's think about it. Shouldn't shouldn't that be uh, something you concern yourself with? Maybe he wasn't uh, afraid that he would be transmitting anything. Given maybe his he should have been a little afraid. <sighs> Maybe nobody, just a little bit. I still nobody think should be afraid. everyone is overreacting. Exactly. Well, I agree. Deal. I agree with that. Ebola is not really, until they get I the vaccine it's done, the it's not going to be an issue. the least of our concerns, honestly. Oh, my God. What? I, I, I was just reading, I was flipping through some shit here, and I, I, I Googled the guy's name, the, the, the Ebola czar, and here is a Forbes article from Steve Forbes, which was a presidential candidate I know, 15, 20 years ago. It's stated here, Obama's Ebola czar is a dangerous mistake. Here are three who could do the job. So I scroll down, because I don't read the shit, I just scroll down and look for the bullet points. Michael Bloomberg. What the fuck? Why would he be, where's his medical training? Like, where, where's that? He just wants you to not drink any sugary sodas. Who are the other two? Uh, (laughs) two other guys I don't, I don't know shit from. Uh, Ben Carson. Ben Carson, a gifted neurosurgeon and former director of pediatric neurosurgery at Johns Hopkins the Hospital. Carson has a necessary background in medicine to be able to... All right, you know, yeah, let, let's have a guy that has fucking medical background be the Ebola czar. I mean, how fucking ridiculous is it to have a lawyer... It's Ebola, not Obama. Obama czar. He's calling it Ebola. 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 Bill Frist, don't know who that is. I don't know who Bill Frist is either. Me neither. But Michael Bloomberg? Oh, come on, man. Fucking Forbes, Steve. I used to like him. No, Rick, Dave's not quitting. Don't worry. He's not going anywhere. What? 
I'm, I'm answering our buddy Rick Hancock on the Facebook there. Hancock. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not quitting. Yet. <laughs> Yet. Stop. You say that every week, and then it makes He's me sad. He's been saying that yeah, like well, a year and a half now. now. I will, no, we yeah, true. Yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> Here, honey, you'll like this one. You know what Uber is, right? Uber? Have you heard of Uber yet? Dave, you know what Uber is, right? I do. What is Uber? Uber is a ride-sharing software that uh, you punch in on your smartphone, and the nearest guy that wants to come pick you up, well, you'll negotiate a, a ride, and it's uh, oh, the taxi ride-sharing. service. Yes. Well, oh, it's not yeah. really a taxi service. Just ride. Let's call it ride-sharing. Ride because you call it a taxi service, then they uh, then, then, then they, they have to you. pay the state right. more money and get licensing and everything right. else. So it's a, it's a ride right, sharing service. Right, it's like service. an unlicensed uh, taxi service. No, it's a right? ride sharing service. Whatever, it's a taxi service. So Uber tests on demand <laughs> flu right? shots in three major cities. So now Uber's getting into the flu shot business. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I saw parts of that. I was like, that's got to be fake. What from NBC News? No, I'm just, that's when I first heard it. I was like, it's oh. got to be fake. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of funny. Now there's an Uber for flu shots. On Thursday, the car service at the tap tap of a smartphone announced a one-day Uber Health pilot program in partnership with Harvard Medical School's Vaccine Finder, Finder program to deliver free flu shots on demand from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uber drivers will drive a registered nurse to deliver and inject the shot to customers anywhere within the three test cities of New York, Boston, and Washington. The shots will take will not take place in the Yay, car. Yay, <laughs> we get to be in a test city. <laughs> Instead, users will be asked to identify a place to meet up with the nurse from the Passport Health and Pager program. No insurance card is required. Harvard professor John Brownstein whose group pitched Uber the project over the summer, said it has huge potential to deliver more convenience into delivery of care. So now you don't have to go anywhere to get your poison. They'll bring it right to you. Aren't you excited? Not in the least. Honey, are you excited? I think it's ridiculous that that, that a a driver uh, can actually administer this. That's ridiculous. No, the driver. You, you, again, you aren't listening. You need to no, listen. No, I was. I was. I'm, I'm fighting with fucking fish. You need to listen. About, <laughs> about uh, the driver will deliver a nurse to you. Uh, yeah, all right, yeah, it's, it's still stupid. Stupid. It's fucking stupid. I, I think the whole flu vaccine is stupid. I think fucking uh, human pamplona virus is stupid. I think all fucking all that shit. Hey, stupid. Biggity, do me a favor. Will you reach over and pull that stick out of his ass? Oh, I told you, I'm tired. I'm what? cranky. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. All Jesus. Right. Got to perform like a monkey for you. Yeah. Start dancing. <laughs> I should just take the night off. Uh-huh. Man calls suicide prevention hotline for help. SWAT team shows up and shoots him to death. Glad oh, that, glad mission that accomplished. suicide prevention hotline was there to help you out. <laughs> I don't see the problem. Yeah, no, no problem here. We do what you asked for. Right. Death uh, by SWAT team. That's yeah. one way to go. A still, a still unidentified 35-year-old man from Roy, Utah, called a suicide prevention hotline at 4 a.m. Tuesday morning. A SWAT team showed up, and according to Roy, PD spokesman Matt Guan negotiated with the subject for more than six hours. At some point, those negotiations failed, and unfortunately, the SWAT team was involved in a shooting, and the subject is now deceased. 
Uh, Guan told a, uh, a reporter for the or- it's Gwen. Ogden Standard Examiner. Ogden. Taking refuge in the family. Wait, taking refuge in the familiar official prescribed <laughs> impersonal language used to describe police shootings. Wow. <laughs> I heard that maybe. Eyewitness Ron Smith told the standard examiner that he heard one shot and then a pause and then four or five shots after that. That were very rapid. Although he provided no further details from the incident, not even the name of the victim. Guan quickly asserted the re- reasonableness Gwen. of the lethal actions by his fellow officers. <laughs> officers are authorized to stop a threat whenever their life is threatened or the life of another is threatened, recited Guan. Gwen. A- and at that point, if the officer <laughs> feels he is justified, he must Gwen. he may act to stop the threat. Note, Gwen. once again, how Guan scrupulously <laughs> avoids <laughs> the use of descriptive <laughs> language, acknowledging that one of his comrades just killed another human being. <clears throat> so that's good. If you're in a, you know, if you're scared and you want to kill yourself, just call the cops. They'll take care of it for you. There you go. You should record book on CDs. <laughs> <laughs> right for alcoholics, so they can play the game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, the alcoholics. Hey, there you go. Listen, I don't want any more bad memories, Dave. Um, I think it's time that we develop the Men in Black little mind eraser flashy thing. Flashy thing? <laughs> what do you think? It's a neuralizer. Yeah, the I neuralizer. actually have some shit right over there that yeah. might erase my memory. <laughs> scientists, working, <laughs> scientists working on zapping bad memories. What could go wrong? It sounds like a science fiction, the idea that bad memories could be erased with a flash of light. Well, the future is here, at least for mice. Researchers at the University of California Davis Center for Neuroscience are learning how to use lasers to erase specific memories in mice, something that could possibly benefit humans one day. Did you no, I was just at lasers. Uh, lasers. Lasers. Yeah, I, 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 that, was, that was only for us here. Um, how do they know? I mean, Michelle how do they watching. know they're zapping memory from mice? Dr. Brian Wilkin said people store countless experiences every day, both good and bad. Deep in the brain is a small structure called the hippo, hippocampus, Hippocampus that works as our memory bank. We were able to turn off we were able to turn off a certain memory in the hippocampus in mice, he said. By inserting probes by inserting probes into the brains of mice, they have successfully used pulses of light to erase bad experiences as if they never happened. It's not. Sorry. It's not easy, as in Men in Black. It's not as easy as in Men in Black, where memories are zapped away instantly by a neuralizer. But Wilting says some people wish that Hollywood science was real. We've received a number of emails from people who have suffered from PTSD. He said dozens of veterans of war in Iraq and Afghanistan who have heard about the UC Davis study are hoping the experiment could help erase the horrible images of war. We've discussed this in the past, Dave. There, there were. Uh, remember a couple of years back, I found this uh, these short ten, fifteen minute movies, and it was all about cu- counterculture. What could happen? This was one of the fucking movies about people that came back from uh, the military, mm-hmm. and they were able to erase the memories of the shit that they did. 
um, so that they didn't go crazy like they are now or committing suicide at, you know, at a higher rate than, than they are getting killed over there. I don't know. So, I don't remember when we talked about consider it. Consider that theory for a minute and, and being a soldier and over there. Do you think that you would do more unthinkable things knowing that you could erase them from your brain when you got home? I mean, I think well, that would no. I don't think what, that's a great idea. What would happen is suppose you uh, do do some horrible things and do go crazy and then start telling the media about it. They want to shut you up. That's all that they're going to do it for. They're not doing it to help you. They're doing it to shut you the fuck up. Well, keep in mind, we talked about this. I want to say it was like a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, where they were doing research on the the vaccine to erase memories. you remember that? It was It was like a year ago, maybe a little longer. We had this conversation. Uh, and they were focusing it on troops uh, returning from doing these atrocities overseas. Uh, if you need to make it so that people don't remember what they did, then maybe you should not be making them do what they don't want to remember. And that's the way I look at it. We, you, that's your character. That's what makes you you. If you're going to volunteer... Uh, to know you're going to be sent to a war zone where you know you're going to have to do evil, um, then understand that you're going to have these memories and maybe it'll make you a better person. Maybe uh, you, you, you'll you come back and, and do things differently. But to just erase those memories or have the ability to erase those memories I think is a very dangerous thing. Well, their studies haven't gotten anywhere yet. They can't practice on humans, and it's not effective on humans, so we're not there yet. Well, we're not there yet, but that's, I think it's a very scary thing to do. It, it, it changes what you are. It changes your character. You don't learn good from bad, then, if all the bad things well, are erased. No, he was right. Good from bad. Well. Well what? Well from bad? Or good from well? I don't know. You, I, uh, I'm calling you out, Lexi. I think you're, you're, you don't Jonas learn well. Not no. He, he no. You don't learn good from bad. He didn't say you don't learn good. You don't learn good from bad. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't ever learn good from bad. That's what I was saying. See, you just want to correct me tonight. <laughs> did, did I kick <laughs> no, you while you were sleeping or something? All the time. <laughs> uh, I'm just lying in wait. Obviously, I see that. <laughs> Goodness gracious me. <laughs> right, she didn't even let the sentence go past it. I actually no. hear the from bad. <laughs> yeah, what I was trying to say. Uh, God. Which, here, what she thought you were trying to say is, you don't learn so good. <laughs> Period. I think that's what she wanted yeah. me to say. Right. What it sounded it didn't like. sit well at all. <laughs> good. It didn't sit good. Florida court rules police need warrants to track cell phones. Really? Yep. The Florida Supreme Court ruled Thursday. Uh, this was uh, from the 17th, so this was Thursday the 17th, the day before Razfest. Uh, Thursday, police must get warrants to track criminal suspects by monitoring their cell phone location signal because cell, f- cell phones are indispensable to so many people and are normally carried on one's person. Cell phone tracking can easily invade the right to privacy in one's home or other private areas. Chief Justice uh, George Labarga wrote in a 5-2 to two ruling. The case comes... I like George Laboga, whatever, Labamba, whatever the fuck his Labarga. He, he, so far, he sounds like he's on the right track. The case comes as federal circuits and appeals courts around the country wrestle with cell phone privacy and potential... 
violations of the Fourth Amendment, protecting citizens from unreasonable search and seizure of property by the government. The ruling said Broward County Sheriff's deputy lacked probable cause to stop Sean Tracy, who was accused of possession of more than 400 grams of cocaine. The court said investigators obtained a court order to capture telephone numbers of his calls, but for some unexplained reason, the data included site locations. When an informant tipped police Tracy was going to Cape Coral on the Gulf Coast for a drug deal, they tracked his location and arrested him. The state argued his car would car could be watched on public roads, but Tracy's attorney said the cell phone surveillance went too far. So, because of a cocaine dealer, we uh, now need warrants to trace and track, which I think that's great. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah, that's a good thing. So, Fucking uh, are you right? The, the dissidents, Justice Charles Candy and Rick Polston, descended. Candy wrote that users are aware their phone signal sends to cellular tower, towers as they travel. <laughs> so there's your two uh, descendants, Dave. You can go after them now. Go get them. You got it. Get I'm moving to. I'm going to fucking what's it called? Tallahassee, Honduras. No, Honduras. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> uh, oh, here. Uh, if Dave goes to Honduras, I'm gonna show up at his door one day and be like, "Hey, hey. A spare bedroom, thanks." I'm building a <laughs> complex. Yeah. I haven't listened to this. I'll yet, make carrots or something. So I'm really curious to hear it. <laughs> Let me see if, uh, if it's gonna. I gotta remember, I gotta work. Oh, it's six minutes long. Forget it. Ew. Six minutes, it. Dougie Fresh. You're on. Uh, I'll give you the rundown of what it is, uh, and you guys can find it on uh, thefreethoughtproject.com. Vigilant citizen stops officer in violation of the law, IDs him, then lets cop off with a warning. <laughs> <laughs> I really love to watch this video, but we're not doing a six minute video. Uh, you're in violation of law, but I'm Why not. Why not? I can catch a five-minute nap. <laughs> <laughs> you're in violation of law, but I'm not going to write you up today. Grant County, Washington. Gavin Semi, Semi is no stranger to calling out government for violating the law. What? Simi is a lib- liberty activist, speaker, and former U.S. Congress- congressional challenger from Washington State. He's a devoted activist who is not afraid to go toe-to-toe with would-be tyrants. Semi has made it his mission in recent weeks to expose police in Washington who are violating the law by impersonating citizens. The Washington state law states that it is unlawful for police officers to drive unmarked vehicles. Uh, There are a few exceptions, but... They are for state police only, and they do not apply to patrol vehicles. There is also a Washington state precedent where a man fled police and his felony charge was thrown out because the pursuing vehicle is not properly marked. So basically, they're saying that unmarked vehicles are illegal in the state of Washington. Apparently, other states have the same, the same ruling. Uh, a uniformed, basically it comes down to a uniformed officer can't be driving an unmarked car. Really? Yeah. So maybe look into that for us here, Dave. Because uh, I know yeah, we've I'm got sure, some. I'm sure that's not going to work. Let's see here. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Pulling over a marked dangerous. Blah, blah. Flashing blue. Blah. I'm <clears throat> just trying to find. Uh, the government apologizes. Uh, here is the text of 46.808.065. Uh, this section shall not 
apply to vehicles of a sheriff's office, local police department, blah, 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 myth to spin, blah, blah, yeah. So anyway, read it. It's interesting. Uh, to see that maybe undercovers are illegal. Now, again, uh, detectives, people working in undercover operations are allowed. This is just uniform vehicles. So I found that interesting. Hmm. You never know what you'll find. So uh, they had Russell Means. Russell Means, is that his name? No. Russell Brand did an interview uh, on a British news station the other day. And he got into some 9-11 talk. Oh, thanks. What him say? What him say. Oh, hold on. I'll play it for you. I'm chewing my chocolate. <laughs> All right, here you go. Let's see what he has. Yeah, we're not doing a show. Which are there ladies on the New Era State? People like the focus E15 mums. If there's someone that has a campaign to overthrow John Lewis, for well, some, comes re up in for a some reason, which I believe that is to a degree collectivised and gives its workers representation the on the This board. was a good if interview, it took a 15 minute interview. Perhaps I'll support them. Just right, one last one. People will be surprised. Sure. In the book, you refer to the, the, the destruction of the Twin Towers in New York, 9 11, mm. as uh, what some people say looked like a controlled explosion. And, and one might read that as you giving some credence to conspiracy theories. You can read theories the book in whatever say, manner you would do like you to. Do you believe ever. that the, the Twin Towers were destroyed by forces of the American government or similar? I think it's interesting that at this time where we have so little trust in our political figures, where ordinary people have so little trust in their media, that that we have to remain open-minded to any kind of possibility. I don't, well, I don't trust you. I don't that. know. I think you're correct. Do you trust the American government? Do you trust the British government? I mean, it's, like, not, it's not my views aren't really important at this point, but I, I think oh, well, most people regard it as ridiculous to suggest anything other than the Al-Qaeda destroyed those buildings. Well, what I do think is very interesting is the relationship that the Bush family have had for a long time with the Bin Laden family. What I do think is interesting is that the way that the, even the BBC reports events in Ottawa to subtly build an anti-Islamic narrative. I think that's very interesting. I think it's interesting the way these tragic events are used to enforce lots further of, controls on us. These uh, what's this lots of things, charter. Yeah. yeah, I think it's fascinating, mate, that what, the way that the media works in conjunction with big business and with the government to we're ordinary people. But you're not like suggesting the Bush family were involved in the destruction of 9-11. I don't want to talk about daft conspiracy theories here right, on Newsnight, okay, mate. No, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm here. I'm here to talk very, very clearly about ordinary people creatively becoming Scotland, engaged with direct action. Spoke, what did you think of that? Because that did seem to energise people. It certainly really, did. I thought, I thought that would shows... Would you have voted in that referendum? Yeah, I would have voted yes, but I wouldn't have been surprised if things hadn't, hadn't significantly altered. I think that when democracy is appealing, when democracy appears to have an impact, then people are, yeah, gonna, are willing to get engaged. And the Hong Kong protests, which of course are people trying to get a vote which you've been a little bit reluctant to, uh, to, 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 to encourage what people What I think is interesting about uh, Hong Kong, mate, is that the protesters in Hong Kong are allowed sleeping bags under a communist Chinese government, and the protesters in Parliament Square right now can't have tarpaulin, can't have sleeping bags, where Boris Johnson, the mayor, and your mate, because I've seen your interview with you cozying up to him, <laughs> where he is putting private security firms in control of our police force, where protesters there aren't we've allowed to got, have We've only got half a minute left. Uh, no, I'm not no, going to no, ask no, whether you're going to vote next year, but I do want to ask you this. Tell me, why don't you stand next year? Well, because... Or are you still... I'm, are you thinking I'm very you happy to amplify the thousands, millions of people who are dissatisfied with the current regime, they're dissatisfied with media, they're dissatisfied... You could stand, they might, they might vote for you. Then you'd know 
that the people at you the say moment, you're speaking I'm for, the people you say yeah. you're speaking for, well, actually like what you're I think I've been very saying. clear that I have very little trust in this system, and I think my energies and efforts are best spent supporting people who are working very hard and doing great work in important issues like housing and having some control over their own work. Pe people on zero contract, uh, zero hour contract, oh, what I want to do, mate, is support people who know what they're doing, I don't know provide amplification. You don't trust, I the trust people. Pe no, I trust because people. You say in the book about the Swiss, the Swiss is voting the wrong way in a referendum. You say they've been manipulated. I say that the media play a vital role in managing the outcome of referendums, as we saw in Scotland. How the BBC shamefully supported the no, no vote. How the BBC shamefully fell Cameron, Clegg, given Miliband. So much airtime to you. I'm very we, we, glad. We, we, we Thank you. What's the truth? True news. News you can trust. Truth night. Oh. That is all we have time for. Truth is so good. If you can get on YouTube, he just does like three, four minute little uh, clips here and there. And I, sometimes when I'm at work, I'll I'll play like a whole run of them because they're just they're fun. They're quick. He makes his point and it's done, you know. And then he moves on to his next topic at hand. And it's it's who, who concise the, uh, and it's entertaining. Who was the guy interviewing him? What's his name? That was um, uh, I'll I'll tweet you the because you got to watch that whole one. I'll tweet it out here. Uh, some idiot. I don't know. Some I don't know that guy's name. Piers Morgan. No, that was Piers. No. Okay, that's what it sounded no. like. That's why I asked. <laughs> no, it wasn't Piers. Thank God. I'm gonna I'm gonna is have it, to address I'm gonna have to address Evan fish or something like that. Evan Davis. Maybe. I don't know, but I'm gonna address fish uh, because we're doing like this Twitter argument. And he just keeps. Going. I don't know if you can see what he's telling me. What he's. What he, I'm asking him because we're going on this. Uh, this thing that we're. Does he need to population. call back in? No, I don't want to hear him call back in. Because <laughs> I don't want to argue, especially with the. Uh, oh, the it's like another Sean. Like <laughs> yeah, so call back in the eleventh hour. The definition of an endangered population is a diminishing population uh, uh, to the point where there's none left. And he just thinks that you know normal deaths or. Even non-normal deaths, you know, police and Ebola. I think which there's, you know, I think he was one just, person that died. So I'm, I'm no, I'm going to fucking call him out and say, no, we are not a diminishing population. We are an expanding population, despite the fact that there are people dying. I don't care what he thinks, but uh, you know what, what, what his definition is. The definition of 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 an endangered population is diminishing population. We are not diminishing. We are expanding. I, I disagree. And that's it. I don't want to fight about it. Anymore. I disagree I with you. I believe that we are started. That we will start seeing a diminish in our well, population. Well, then you don't know what the fuck the word soon. endangered. Uh, you don't know what endangered means. He was, be, he was showing a metaphor, Dave. He was trying to well, make a, a comparison. Well, there's a metaphor, and then there's there's endangered population. There's there's a it's all right. Whatever. God, you need to open up your mind a little bit. No, you need to fuck. Metaphors. You guys need. To, you guys need to communicate better. Uh, there's no don't, communication Don't say issue something here. and mean something else. It's a metaphor. Do you, do you understand metaphor. what a metaphor is? I do. It's it, you, you, when you compare you look one up? thing to another. But okay, you're, when there you you're, go. This is the this is the this is a distinct thing. There's a great movie out, the a YouTube video out there, and uh, it closes with that: uh, you can't escape from the cage you cannot see, and it talks about humanity. Um, and it, it's again, it's like a ten minute video, so I can't play it here right now. Uh, but it, it talks about how we are caged animals and how that's the same direction we're going in. And that's basically what he was pointing out is that they want to put us into cages. They want us controlled in the cities. They want to monitor and track us. That's that is what not an they, endangered population. That is a controlled population. It was a metaphor, Dave. 
It was a metaphor. And it's a but ridiculous it's, metaphor because it doesn't mean what you're trying to and say. I, I get what... Okay. I get where Spits you're trying reason, to take you? it, but Dave's right. The comparison is off. It, it right. isn't mm-hmm. about a population that's about to become extinct. It's about a population that is really being controlled right now, and it's it's really not necessary. I mean, it's something that you could easily break free of if you choose to on a mass scale, but we're not. Why? I don't know why. I can't answer that question. That's our problem. That's where we're at. We're not endangered in any way. We're not all just going to, like, fall off the earth tomorrow. (laughs) I think with the way the elite want to run this world, we are endangered. We're endangered of being taken over by a bunch of retards. But that's the wrong word. Freedom is endangered. Okay. Okay. But okay. the population is not. That I'll. That there I'll. There you buy. go. There All right. There you go. go. Freedom is in danger. That that was the metaphor it was trying to show. Dave, do you feel better now? No, because he's talking about deaths. <laughs> he's actually talking about an endangered population, not freedom. He's not. There's no metaphor whatsoever. Go look at what he's. All right. Uh, I'll go look at what he's saying later on. I got other stuff to do. As I got we, shit to do. Uh, I got shit to I do. I got shit to do. <laughs> Rich shit. Dicks. So as we know, <laughs> did you did you have you seen the last one? Yes, I already My answered that. My last got a paint bucket full of them. <laughs> <laughs> I already answered. Now that, that I've had my wife's dick in my mouth, <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can put mine in hers. It's not the third hour yet, everyone. Calm down. <laughs> it's almost. It's almost. But keep yourselves under control la, la, for la, ten la, more minutes, nine la. more, eight, seven more minutes. You All got. I can think about is paint buckets and wheelchairs. I can do whatever I want. I'm not an endangered <laughs> population. No. <laughs> So as, as we all know, we're coming up close to this, uh, this grand jury, this grand jury coming out in Ferguson. And there's been a lot of stuff coming out, uh, leaks of the autopsy, leaks of these, uh, these explanations. And, uh, some people have, have, have grabbed a hold of this and they're, they're, they're spinning what's being said to try to, at least in my personal opinion, try to keep the hate and the, the, the racism and the anger going there. Uh, basically, this uh, chick was hired to... Sorry, she's a doctor. She was hired to uh, review the autopsy and give her opinion on it. She did that, and the Post-Dispatch, which is a local paper for that area, I guess played with the uh, with what she said. The Post-Dispatch says that the autopsy report supports Wilson's version of the event. In fact, it supports the earlier eyewitness testimonies as much as it does Wilson's. The Post-Dispatch and later the Washington Post, which essentially reported on the St. Louis reporting, claims that forensic expert said the autopsy shows that Michael Brown was going for his, for his gun. Except that's not what the experts said, at least not in anything she provided on the record. She told Lawrence O'Donnell that it was just as likely that Brown was trying to defend himself from being shot. The Post-Dispatch quotes the expert saying that Michael Brown was not in surrender posture when he was shot. She actually wrote that she can't say with reasonable certainty that his hands were up when he was shot in the right forearm. The article claims the expert said that the autopsy did not support witnesses who said Michael Brown was shot while running away with his hands up. She apparently said nothing of the sort. 
I don't even. Why are we even talking about this? From the beginning, I said I'm this not is, this sure is, how an autopsy is, is going to conclude as to whether or not he had his hands in the air or was trying yeah, well, to take yeah. the waving him like you just don't care. It doesn't matter. This that is, doesn't this even make sense. It, like how it can could an autopsy do that? Because the direction of travel of bullet. If his hands are up. And Hold the direction of travel, yeah, yes, honey. From the beginning, from that. from the beginning, this is a, a, a shady thing. We didn't know one way or the other. Why don't we focus on shit that it's it's a direct police brutality? Why are we talking about fucking Kelly Thomas that got the shit beat out of him on fucking video with no guns, no nothing, and him crying for his his mother or his father? Yeah. Because that was why don't we talk about ago, nobody cares anymore? Well, why don't we talk? Well, this is history. Well, why don't we talk? About, I'm sure. I'm sure there's something. Why don't we talk about the fucking the guy that uh, you know called with a suicide hotline and gets swatted? You we know did why? Talk about why? Him. Isn't, we did. Well, no. Why isn't that the the, the focal point? Why do we got to go back to this fucking hinky thing? That's one way or the other. There's no clear thing. I don't give a shit about it anymore. You know, I really don't give a fuck. Uh, because it, I don't know the, the the facts. Let's go to something that's clearly defined. That's police brutality. Well, because this is, uh, you know, in in the the stream right now, uh, this is something and you're that making. You're, you're keeping it in there. I, I think it's something important. I, oh, I don't think we're gonna snap. ever get the real results. Well, where's his right, fucking so video? So let's where's move on. his let's video from the car? Where is his let's audio from the car? Let's move on. Then. Uh, I, I got an idea. How about I run the show? Oh. Okay. All right. Cool. Good. Thank you. So anyway, the autopsy report. He's gonna be a dick now. Say. The, the autopsy report, I just want to know the truth. And that's all I want to get to, is the truth on this thing. So that that's all I'm trying to do. Do you disagree or agree, or do you not care? I know he's got his headphones off, so I kind of need you to pay attention. Oh, my God, he took his headphones off? Yeah, he's being I'm still listening. Just, I don't know. I don't, you know, I know you're saying that if his hands were up and he was facing the officer, it would go this direction as opposed to this direction. But, you know, what the fuck does it matter? He got pumped full of bullets when he was, like, well within uh, reach of being a safe target. <laughs> like, there was no reason for them to gun him down. He was running away. That's, well, that's Who why we need to know. if his arms were up or down? <laughs> <laughs> well, because that can also determine what direction if he was shot he while was he was unarmed. running away. He was unarmed. The whole thing's bullshit. Well, the whole the whole thing's a, a sorry story. And the autopsy story. didn't derive anything that was worth a damn. That's all they wanted. No, it did not. Anyway, uh, we'll move along from that since Dave doesn't want to talk about it. Uh, hey. You know there was another school shooting, right, Dave? Yeah. What's uh, Any thoughts on that school shooting? Shit happens. But From what I understand, the kid was getting uh, fucked with because of, I guess he was mixed race or whatever, and they were fucking with him. So he got mad, and he shot somebody. Well, Crazy. He, he's, probably, he's probably on some sort of whatever it happens to be. Maybe he's not even on any kind of medication. Well, the, 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 one of the questions with this one that, that really got me was the fact that he, he didn't fit the normal description of a kid that goes in and shoots up a school he was prom or homecoming prince or whatever what? mm -hmm. he, he got homecoming prince last King. week well they kept saying prince when i was re everything i read said prince because he, oh, he was a only a he was a freshman Ew. so the the court he was part of the court not part of the you know king and queen mm. uh so he was a popular kid he was in sports he had good grades uh obviously we never hear about if he was on any pharmaceuticals or not uh, and of course, that's the first thing that pops into my head when I hear these things. But uh, 
I don't know. It doesn't fit the the normal. What do they call that? Mo, uh, not modus operandi. The normal. Uh, right. He's not the he's not the norm that would actually do shit like that. Right. Yeah. So I get that. I I I, I can't think he's either. He's not your standard issue crazy. Yeah. He's right. not the standard he's, issue. Right. Crazy. He's he's right. He's not the crazy redneck white guy. Well, here's two problems with this that I also found, Dave. Uh, either the day before or during the shooting, there was a drill going on at the school, and there was a bill that the. Where'd you get this from, Alex Jones? Or no, I don't. I I really wish everybody realized I don't go to fucking Alex Jones anymore. <laughs> he has been really avoiding. I have Alex not been Cops. to him at all. I, okay. Because I'm tired of everybody There's throwing no out. There's no Alex Jones I'm, on this I'm, computer right now. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I saw a Prison Planet or an Alex Jones thing from you Oops. within the last week. Well, oh. Every once in a while, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I will give you that. But no, this did not come from Alex Jones. This came from people I trust. Uh, well, not that I don't trust Alex Jones, but I, I decided not to use him as much. Right. But I-594... Uh, is the bill that was up for vote that day. Later on that day, the bill was up for vote also. And Bill Gates and Michael Bloomberg have spent over $8 million to get this initiative through, if that adds any credence to it for you, Dave. This gun control bill? None. Yes, this gun control bill. I, know, I find it funny that those two things were going on as the shooting happened. Bill Gates does a lot of stuff. I hate Bill Gates. Right. <laughs> bill Gates is evil. And you should switch to Linux. Also rich. Like <laughs> rich and rich. evil. Well, usually the super rich are the evil ones. Well, I, I think I think it's quite different. Right? Cause I think Bill Gates is trying to do the right thing by people and using his money for the right thing. Uh, it just so happens that he thinks the right thing is, you know, vaccinate the population and sterilize and blah, blah, blah. And uh, He's called for population control via vaccines, Dave. How is that a good how is a how does How is a vaccine control the population? Uh, it makes people sick and kills them. Just search Bill Gates vaccine See, population. You, you, you control. have you have <laughs> there's no credence to what you just said. There's no credence. Bill to Gates is in, is, in, is Bill Gates. You, well, this is this is what you said. Bill Gates is for population control because he's for vaccines, which might kill people. There he goes. He's not listening to me again. No, no. You, Gates, I'm just trying to get. I'm just trying to get where you, where you make the connection between vaccines and killing people. Because and that's control. what he's called for: the use of vaccines for population control. How do vaccines control the population? I is mean, that is it that every him, tenth every tenth shot kills somebody? Is that what you're saying? That 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 they, they do that on purpose, or is it just accidental that they die because the vaccines are shitty? Well, I mean, there's been plenty. I mean. Obviously, the information that somebody that sits on that sideline would like to see isn't really made available, but there has been enough articles and publications that do show that the CDC has really kind of screwed up, that they yeah. have medical professionals that are lying on record in order to push and to make money for whatever product they're looking to push. I, I mean, understand it's, all it's that. It's super common practice, and right, for somebody I, I, to be in high support of that, there's got to be some sort of reason for it, and it's more about money than anything else. No, it's Bill not Gates really is giving all his money. Population Bill Gates, control. 
He's Gates is giving, giving all his money he's away. He's giving a lot of money, but he's making right. a lot of money. He's giving too. money away so they have no. to pay taxes on it, Dave. He's giving it to his foundations. Yeah, he's he's get given, I think, 80%. He was worth $100 billion or some shit like that. He gave away, or no, he gave away $100 billion. Because $20 uh, billion so, so are, you a, are you a Bill Gates lover, on? Dave? <laughs> no, I'm not, but I'm just, I'm just calling you out. I'm saying shit that's totally bogus. All right, well, let's hear what he has. It's so. not totally bogus. We need to meet a new constraint. And that constraint has to do with CO2. CO2 is warming the planet. And the equation on CO2 is actually a, a very straightforward one. If you sum up the CO2 that gets emitted, that leads to a temperature increase. And that temperature increase leads to some very negative effects. The effects on the weather, uh, perhaps worse, the indirect effects in that uh, the natural ecosystems can't adjust to these rapid changes, and so you get ecosystem collapses. Now, the exact amount of how you map from a, a certain increase of CO2 to what temperature will be and where the positive feedbacks are, there's some uncertainty there, but not very much. And there's certainly uncertainty about how bad those effects will be, but they will be extremely bad. I asked the top scientists in this several times, do we really have to get down to near zero? Can't we just you know, cut it in half or a quarter? And the answer is that until we get near to zero, the temperature will continue to rise. And so that's, that's a big challenge. It's very different than saying, you know, we're a 12 foot high truck trying to get under a 10 foot bridge and we can just sort of squeeze under. What? This is something that has to get to zero. Now we put out a lot of carbon dioxide. Wait a second, I, I gotta interrupt real fast. How do you squeeze a 12 foot truck underneath a 10 foot bridge? <laughs> Not even carefully. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Dioxide every year. Uh, over 26 billion tons. Uh, for each American, it's about 20 tons. Uh, for people in poor countries, it's less than one ton. It's an average about five tons for everyone on the planet. And somehow we have to make changes that will bring that down to zero. It's been constantly going up. It's only various economic changes that have even flattened it at all. So we have to go from rapidly rising to falling and falling all the way to zero. This equation has four factors, a little bit of multiplication. So you've got a thing on the left, CO2, that you want to get to zero. Who is this and why are you And that's to going it? to be based on... It's Bill Gates. That's Bill Gates. And, that's Bill Gates? And yeah. how do you call for zero carbon emission? What are you saying yeah. then? What are you, ask, what are you asking for now? Population reduction and control. If you're emitting absolutely, you're, you're extincting a population. You're, 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 you, you're, I'm not right. Keep going. Okay, fine. The number of people, One. the services each person's using on average, the energy on average for each service, and the CO2 being put out uh, per unit of energy. So let's look at each one of these and see how we can get this down to zero. Uh, probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. Uh, that's back from high school algebra. But let's let's take a look. Uh, first, yeah, we've so got far, population. I'm not hearing anything about uh, The world today control. has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. But there we see an increase of uh, about one point. So through vaccines, proper health care, and, and 
and birth control, basically, right. we can there's, lower the population. There's, there's, there's the population control. Thank you. Is that not what I said? No, you said vaccines. Dave? New vaccines, health care, reproductive health services. We could lower that by Wait, what, perhaps what? 10 or 15 percent. What was that, Bill? Now, the world today the last has 6.8 billion like people. Fucking, That's uh, headed up to face? about 9 billion. Well, well, how do now, we do if we this? do a really good job on new vaccines, health care. Such an ass. New vaccines. We could lower that. That's enough. All right. Perhaps 10 or 15 percent. It's like beating a But there we horse. see an increase. So... Either way, you can play it over and over and over again. It's the last part that he says that which is population control. Even I get that. All right. So but vaccines are not any way to control the population. Why would he put vaccines in that category then? Vaccines make people healthier, as far as he's concerned. How does that control I, you know, the population? It doesn't. Well, obviously, it makes it, it, it makes why the population would it call for a flourish. reduction of ten to fifteen percent. Yeah, he's calling for a reduction with new vaccines. No, he's, what he's calling for is for fucking people to use, uh, what do you call that when you don't make babies? Birth control? That's it. Oh, what's vaccine going to be birth control? No, there's no fucking vaccine. What? So Dave hung up on me. You got to love when Dave gets that pissed off that he actually hangs up on you. He was oh aggravated God. with it. He couldn't even make it in the third hour. The hell? What a big pussy he is sometimes. I'm frustrated with you. I'm not (laughs) angry. I'm frustrated. All right. Well, we're going to take a break and come back and do the happy third hour. Uh, Why could I not just join back in? That's what I did last time. I don't know. Uh, That's what I thought I was doing. Anyway, you guys are listening to the first 52 with uh, Grumpy Dave and Biggity and Lexi. And and Stupid Sean. And, of course, me, Stupid face, Sean. (laughs) You duty head. We'll be back with you guys in a couple minutes. Enjoy your break. Fun time. It's actually the, the very definition of terrorism. They're trying to kill people for a political agenda. It's just, you know, a nicety. So, uh, yeah, just keep in mind, guys, that the news agencies are not there to tell you the truth. They're there to tell you what they're told to tell you. You're still stuck to the American dollar, and you're still stuck to American laws. I still want to have the freedom to go where I want to go if I need to go. Uh, I think that's the most important thing in my mind, at least. And this goes along... If this is going to be another cum cum trail... (laughs) (laughs) I've got lesbians, and he's got cum trail. Okay, why don't you just move along? Animals get in the way when you're doing a radio show. What I think is they're going to have to redirect the American's mindset. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been even more fun. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. (laughs) I I want you all to keep your eyes open and your ears open on what's going on. It's the first 52.
guys, it's your boy Spicoli here. Reminded you to listen to Gonzo Radio, Tuesday nights at 10 on RazRadioLive.com. You'll hear some smart comments. I should have been an abortion. Would, that, would the proper vernacular be bullshitted or bullshat? This is a house of learned doctors. You'll hear some stupid shit. I'm, I'm going with the vernacular of bullshat. Like bullshatner. You also got my co-host, Mike Meyer. That is hardly a pedophile picture, buddy. You haven't seen my pedophile picture yet. <laughs> and his ever-ladylike girlfriend, Brittany. They're fucking retarded down here. The grown-ups, motherfucker! We just like to hang out, have a good time, don't get too serious. When you oppress people, they rise up in a fiery anger! Give us a call at 941-421-0401. So don't tease the crowd because I brought my crew. You're listening to Frank Castle and Sean Raz on the first 52. It was a calm, cool night in the streets with in the lounge on the east side of town in New York City Where the rich show face in the air is something sleazy Suit and ties get away from their wives, the women easy An upscale atmosphere with some wallow Consumed by material life inside the hollow Like the chick at the bar smoking on a cigar quick Her heart pumps fast as they're as sharp as guitar picks She sees a man with another skirt The type to triple her net worth for making your neck jerk And that's a goddamn shame Cause she was packing a nine and a crime was no game so I'm ducking to a restroom, following two lit shots as the bass went boom. She can't remember how she got in this place. Took a look in the mirror, but didn't recognize her own face. Let's take a little walk. 
52 on Raz Radio Live, because that means Dave and I will stop arguing. Probably not, but we could possibly stop arguing. Yay! I wouldn't hold your breath on that one, though. <laughs> Usually doesn't happen that way. Does it, Dave? Yeah, and I'm not high right now, either, so... Well, that's your own fault. Still, we're still cranky. Well, yeah, it's just a waste of time. If I, if I got high, I'd be asleep already. Oh, Dave. So... I got some funny stuff we're gonna play here. Got two different audio, already, already, I got two different audio, <laughs> audio clips I wanna play for you guys. Take a peek at what we got there here in a minute. Of course, we got our buddy Steve will be one of them, the DUI guy. Make sure you check him out because we love watching his stuff. Uh, it's just Rich fucking shit funny. Rich. It's just funny. You know, I don't know what else to say. The rich shit dicks. <laughs> so the clunes is the new thing that I found. The what? Online, the clunes. It wouldn't go over well on air, but I think Dave would like it. The body swapping ones. The clunes. The clunes. K L O O N S. Body swapping. Googleating. Googleating, and they also do this one where the two main guys that do the clunes. They record this guy's mom and their aunt having a conversation, and they take the audio and they reenact <laughs> this mom and aunt, but they're, you know, doing the voice. <laughs> it's just good. It's funny. You're it's way cute. too entertained over there. Have you seen because Drunk... it's entertaining. Have you seen Drunk History? They yes. Do yes, we have. Oh, my God. The one with my Winona Ryder. <laughs> right. That was a, that was I recorded a random oh, conversation oh, between my... Autoplay. The hell was that? Uh, that was the clues. <laughs> but yeah, check their videos out. They're really cute, funny. All right, I shall. Anyway, oh, I gotta get you over. When are you coming down, Dave? I don't know. Whenever I feel like it. No, I just I have I, my friends coming down from Vermont in, in early in the second uh, first week in November. I'm getting a part time job. Uh, you are? I don't know. What's wrong? Yeah. What? I was uh, a friend of mine that I used to work with over at WellCare with with IT. He went up, he's like the head of an IT department now somewhere else. And he called me up and was like, hey, man, you want some work? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? So 
I'll be making. I can't make more than a thousand dollars a month. So, when all said and done, if I make a thousand dollars a month for twelve months, uh, and add that to my other thing, I'll be making thirty-six thousand dollars a year. <laughs> Ooh, you better not say too much of that. Part time. Part time. <laughs> right. As if people already hate me. <laughs> yeah. Well. Shut up. We do kind of hate you, Dave. To be honest with you. Yeah. Well. We hey, just- you know what? You could switch places with me, you know, if you want this fucking Charcot Ray Tooth Gun Disease. Uh, half at it, man. Uh, is that how issues. it's pronounced? I thought it was like sh- Charcuterie no, no. Tooth or something. <laughs> that's how Ben says it. Uh, it's, yeah, <laughs> well, that's it's because sh- that's how it's spelled. <laughs> <laughs> it's Charcot Marie Tooth Disease. C-H-C-C-A-F. Yeah, we know. It's named after the guy that discovered right. it. CMT is another way I remember right. it, which is like, isn't well, that like a country music? Yeah, it's country music television. <laughs> television. That's well, another medi- way I've taught myself to remember that. <laughs> the medical way is actually perineal muscular atrophy. I'm actually, I have a chocolate, I have a bar, chocolate bar, since we were talking about chocolates before. Um, I'm taking a chocolate bar down to them. Uh, on my next, which is second week in November, and I'm going to give it to. That's awesome. That's going to be really effective, I think, for things like that. Oh, absolutely. But the thing is, the problem that I've have I'm having with these people at the support group is that they won't do it because it's illegal. So I'm going to be I'm going to push them a little bit. Well, Hopefully, it's going to be that. a drug I mean, pusher. Don't don't a yeah. lot of these people that are in these sorts of uh, situations, don't they have, like, random drug tests and things like that? No? No, most of the people that are in my support group are all fucking retired. Oh. I, I'm the youngest because and there's, almost most there's, like, a lot there. of people with their insurance coverage. They have to do a P-test to make sure that they're taking the prescribed dose that they're drugs supposed to that be they're taking. being yeah. given. No, no. It's, you see, they don't have that. It's just, it's just uh, all they do and is It doesn't happen all the time, honey. I, I You know, the people we know is only once every few months uh, once a year or something it's not like every time Dave I'm falling asleep why are you looking through for horrible things to talk about I'm not looking for horrible things I'm not looking for no I'm not that's just up there I'm sorry just scanning through things well it's freaking me out why don't you play why don't you play uh, let's see how to be a a bitcoin hater first oh I forgot about this yeah let's let's see how that works for you try to wake me up (laughs) All right, you ready? Yeah. So you don't really know what Bitcoin is, which leaves you with two options, research and not research. Now, like with most things in life, you should always go for the easiest. And it's not like there's some open, vast, easily accessible database of information available to you at all times. And knowing stuff sucks anyways. So I've compiled a very simple guide to being a Bitcoin hater, which will guarantee you feeling better about willingly not knowing things. Step one. Don't ever challenge anyone in person. You have at your pale fingertips an entire social network of pseudo-human interaction where you need not ever look anyone in the eye and where you're always right. Start with places like Reddit, YouTube, Facebook, and if you don't have too much to say, Twitter is your friend. Be highly suspicious of anyone who likes Bitcoin of being a millionaire. Then fill yourself with resentment. Be highly offended that there's an abundance of white people really into Bitcoin. Amir Taki doesn't count. He's half-white, therefore racist. Safely assume that Bitcoin is a fad perpetuated by neckbeard hipsters, but not the ones you hang out with. 
resort to name calling. <laughs> Assert that math isn't, I mean, Bitcoin isn't real. Hashtag Bitcoin, am I right? Remember, you use your cash and visa every day, which makes you an economist. You've heard terms like fiat and deflationary, which makes you an authority on declaring that Bitcoin is a bad currency. You've invested in real estate and dabbled in the stock market with little to no gains. So when people make gains on Bitcoin, that's a direct attack on your existence. But don't quit now, or else you'll lose those gains you worked so hard to almost have. Conclude that since Bitcoin is baseless in every way, but still has a robust community, it must be a cult, or some kind of club, or made up of a diversity of people who know things that you don't. Same thing. Point out the fact that Bitcoin will be obsolete when we're all in FEMA camps. Although oil was volatile for some 40-odd <laughs> years, and things that are shit have been stable, like the S&P 500 stock market, claim that Bitcoin is bad due to volatility. Don't worry, it'll hold up, because if you don't know things, no one else does either. Remind us all that Bitcoin is only used to buy drugs. This, of course, is a direct insult to your lifestyle, because you're still meeting that kid in the parking lot of your old school who's making more money than you by selling coke cut with baby laxative. And don't forget about real concerns, like if we all start using Bitcoin and stop using credit cards and our keys become intangible, how will we cut and snort our coke in public bathrooms? Perfect. These uh, ruins can symbolize the current state of our financial system. Demonstrate that you can comfortably subscribe to two contradictory beliefs at once by claiming that Bitcoin isn't backed by anything while continuing to use the dollar. Claim that Bitcoin is a tulip beanie baby Ponzi scheme. And remember, you're never wrong, so you must not be wrong in this case too. Assume that people who like Bitcoin think they're better than you. No, assume that people who own Bitcoin do it to be better than you. Whether it be in good humor or with full conviction, one can never know. Don't forget to voice that Bitcoin is controlled by Zionist reptilian shape-shifting overlords. Make sure that everyone is absolutely clear that in the very likely event of a kill switch or soft apocalypse, Bitcoin would be rendered useless. So we might as well stop using it now. In fact, let's go back to trading seeds. Argue that because SHA-256 was developed by the NSA and the internet was invented by DARPA, therefore Bitcoin is evil. Mention Ron Paul, because he's crazy and doesn't exist, just like Bitcoin. Assume things. Argue that everyone who uses Bitcoin is evading taxes, and you're better because you're not. If attacking a male, go with things like, you probably still live with your mom. If female, Remind yourself that you haven't had much experience with oscillating curves and let the sexual frustration fuel angry comments towards her appearance. <laughs> You'll be surprised at how creative you can get in this state of one-sided sexual tension. Publicly display that you have no idea what gives money its value. Completely dismiss what this technology means for the unbanked six billion. And continue to point out white privilege because electricity. Laugh because it's a virtue that you truly don't give a damn about global innovation. If all else fails, blame internet. <laughs> Holy shit, that was yeah. hilarious. What's she doing now? Climbing a wall. Don't be a dinosaur, be a honey badger. Bitcoin will allow us to shape the world without having to ask for permission. We declare Bitcoin's independence. 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 Bitcoin is sovereignty. Bitcoin is sovereignty. Bitcoin is monetary sovereignty. Bitcoin is sovereignty. So you happy, you know, you know what's fuck? You know what's fucked up? What? 
out of the single voices that were in there, you know, the the, the, the end, the yeah. end, I identified two of them. Who? I know who two of those guys were. Who? Tell me. One is um, Derek J, and the other one is shit. Uh, the first first guy who sounds all he, I, I forget his name, but uh, I know of him too. And I'm pretty sure I heard Michelle Seven in there with, with the group ones. If no. if you and if it was, actually it was if random I see people, Dave. No, he no the, he was right on the last ones there. There was uh, definitely some people he knew there. It was nobody yeah. I noticed. <laughs> yeah, right. I, you're not, you're I, I can't think of their name. I'm uh, I not in the Bitcoin community. Yeah. One was what's his face from. Uh, <laughs> but that chick was awesome. He lives in. Uh, <laughs> he lives overseas. Uh, what's his name? He's on with Jack a lot. Um, does the YouTube videos? Press TV. I think he works with Press TV. I don't know. Real fast talking. He's in Alex Jones movies. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What the hell is his name? No, Shit. But, but you know, she was she was talking about you. I she know. Directly talking about you. Well, well it's, it's not backed by anything, so I don't like it. Well, I just I just don't trust it. I don't care if people use <laughs> Assume it. Assume things. I'm not saying that you know. <laughs> no, you 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 have a valid point because it 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 can be manipulated. Uh, it is backed by absolutely nothing. Um, other than people wanting to use it, you know, it, it, you should be you, you should enter it into it um, with. You should check this out. She's got a bunch of videos. You, you all What's your name? Um, it's under Brave the World. Is the uh, YouTube handle? She's clever. I yeah, like she's her. pretty funny. She did a good job. I'll give her credit on that. And again, I, I just choose not to use it. And if it. Uh, I don't have a lot of money, you know, so it's it's. We I don't can't use it. Stand up on that. I'm a huge cryptocurrency fan. I don't use it. You're gonna hear. Hold on, it's, it's gonna happen again. Let me lower that down. No, your autoplay. So yeah, I got that yeah. one for you, Dave. I thought you would enjoy it and uh, appreciate it. <clears throat> I, I'm assuming you did. I did. That was kind of nice. Well, that's good. Because it, 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 it's Aww. not where I thought it, I thought it's not where I thought it was going to go. I was thinking Aww, of you, Dave. He loves you, Dave. <laughs> he loves you. You expected what? That it was going to be uh, anti-Bitcoin? Yeah, I did. I told you I got it for you, not for me. <laughs> I got to see what, what Brave the World. Uh, what what is it? I had to be a Bitcoin hater, right? Uh, yeah, that was the one we just watched. But she's got a couple other ones that look yeah. like you'd probably like. Jeffrey Tucker, that's this, that's one of the guys that I heard. That's his name. I can't. I wish I could think of the guy, the the name of the dude at the end, the very yeah, last. So that's one. what I'm. That's what I'm trying to find out is where. Where'd that go? Oh, is so this? Go. What's and the name of it? Is Bitcoin hater, right? Is that the name of the video? How to be a Bitcoin hater? How to be a Bitcoin hater? Yeah, it's not on the first page. La 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 la. <laughs> so anyway, um, you know, honey, hey, did you uh, did you get in touch with Steve yet? Book him for an interview? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Oh, <laughs> uh, the support system I have works so well. Weren't you the booker? I said I was interested in having him on our show, and he then all of a sudden that, became. And your... then that was that. That's I haven't it. really discussed anything. Good since. job, honey. I know. I'm good at that. Things like that. I got you. Reached out well. Should we uh, do Steve now? Sure. How long is this? Do one? him. How long is this one? Let's see. This one's uh, four minutes. It's pretty long for videos. No, it's not. It's I thought you ever peed in. Go. Me. My fridge. My axes. The day we split up. 
This bitch is giving me the right act. I'm using the door for cover. Hosing down her fucking shitty pimento cheese leftover. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Let me get my shit and get the fuck out of here. Make sure you eat that pimento cheese. My house too, Steve! mind-blowing places you can point your wiener. Your dick is the first thing you learn to aim. When I was six, before I even had a gun, I had to aim. I could take out a whole herd of ants with this beast. Being able to <laughs> piss with precision is one of the fucking perks of owning a dick. My wife gets things like aim. An overspray confused. Says dumb shit like, How come you can't get it in the toilet and not all over the toilet? I'm hitting the desired target. The rim and the floor are collateral damage for this vigorous fucking piss river I'm laying down. You know, ladies blasting the toilet like you're a pressure washer. It's fun. You can't do it, you don't know. It also works good to scour up those skid marks you've been leaving me, baby. My wife's turds are peeling out, yeah. That wide load of ass has got posy traction action. It looks like the goddamn staging lanes at the fucking track, y'all. Standard piss in the woods is probably my favorite. Makes you feel connected to nature and shit. Be one with the fucking tree. Hello, tree. Pine tree, how you doing? Leaving some piss on these little trees. Brings you back to earth and shit. But here's some things that'd be cool to piss in. How about a nun's hands? Or your favorite flower? Could even be those old dumb Nintendo games. And if you guys watch the video, he's showing pictures of these toilets, like these crazy ass urinals, uh, made from all different things, and it's just funny as hell. Uh, what what they look like. You can piss in a clown's mouth. George Bush's mouth, or even Obama's mouth. Oh shit, that's scary. Maybe you want to piss up the asses of these chicks stuck in the wall. Maybe you want the chicks to stare at you through the wall. If you need to sit to piss, but you don't want to feel like a bitch, you can go to this bar pisser combo deal. Old kegs make a good pisser, and apparently old caskets do too. Holy shit, what do you do with the body? If you got a really good friend, you guys can bump sacks at these side-by-side -side piss pots. Ah, oh, look at this. If you got one of them two-foot-long, heavy ones, you can lay it on this dick rest. Drain it in a horn. Why not? Every band geek's dream. Someone even thought you'd want to pee under these droopy alien monkey titties. Oh, uh, lastly... I ain't gotta go that bad. I'm gonna hold it. Now this one he's talking about right now, just just envision this, alright? A guy on a wall with his legs up by his ears, with his dick sticking straight out, and you pissing basically on his chest is where the urinal opening is. That's what this one looks like. I, I ain't gotta go so bad. <laughs> I ain't gotta go that bad. I look on the dismount, I'd tap tap it, and it hit his dick. Uh, I don't like that. Uh, if I had my wish on what I could piss in right now, it'd be the mouth of one of those ISIS fucks. Right before the Marines deboned his fucking ass. 
Also, the black denim cops ruin your buzz. Bottle opener caps are available, y'all. They're badass. Next week on the show, I'm going to announce the winner of the Cake Baby Strollerator, y'all. Thousands of ideas and entries have come in. Thanks. This week's song's brought to you by Ohio's official TBMA. Check them out on YouTube. Like this is cool too. shit. I'll see you next Friday. I got shit to do. Put your heart on a damn good show. It's yeah, I do women. Got shit to do when I thought you knew. I'm freaking this blue and winning. I cracked that can with a bow in my hand. Yes, sir, that's how we roll. It's every damn Friday. Tune on in. Everybody come on. Let's go. I got shit to do. All right, there was our installment of uh, Steve, the DUI guy. Uh, we're going to find out if the Skype is working now that I moved some things around. Are you there, Shifty? Mm, yeah. Why did it have to work for him? <laughs> what do you want? Hello. What's up? Uh, I, you know, I was sitting here drunk, and I just was wondering what you were trying to uh, convince people of tonight. Uh, no, nothing in the third hour. What do you mean drunk? What, you got drunk at your at your parents' house today? Sure. I'm drunker now. <laughs> no, I'm drunker now. I got shit to do. I got <laughs> shit to do. <laughs> don't, don't tempt me, motherfucker. I'll do a show after your show. Did you, have you heard that Steve guy yet? You can't. I'm doing a show after the show. Yeah, so. step out. No what show, what show are you doing? I'll join it. You'll see. Ooh, Lexi and Shifty doing a music show Lexi together. Lexi and Shifty are not doing a music show together. That would be <laughs> funny as hell. No, hey. it wasn't. I, I, thought me and, I thought me and Lexi uh, touched last weekend. We I did. We I fist we bumped. Were... Yeah, that's yeah. why I heard that you guys fist bumped and uh, made amends. Yep. I thought, I thought, I thought we touched. And Maybe, the, and but, we touched. But, but it's po- it's possible that it was all just bullshit, and she still hates me. Well, no, then you went and did I your show. I so. Nobody said that. <laughs> just somebody said that Lexi and Shifty are not doing a music show together. This is what happened. Nah, that's what happened. I think Shifty. Don't be negative, Nancy. You wouldn't like my music anyway. No, he would. Well, no, she's in that death metal shit that Ben's into. I'm not doing death oh. metal. I'm not. No, hey, listen. Listen, uh, the the Slipknot album, the new Slipknot album is the balls. It's got big balls. He it's said it's good. the balls. Oh, the balls! Man, it's not my kind yeah. of music. I can't As do in that. Balls are a good thing. I like some Slipknot, according to but Shifty. I, I guess Shifty likes balls. He likes the balls. <laughs> I do like balls. I like my balls, especially when they're smooth and there's no nodules popping out of them. Well, that's always good, Uh-oh. healthy balls. Yeah, you don't want nodules sticking out of your balls, shifting. Do you do yeah. you have to shave your I, balls? Or? I dig healthy balls. Do Do you shave your balls, shifty? No, I don't. No, Did I shave my balls. Well, you said they're nice and smooth, so I figure either you shaved them or you got uh, five year old balls. You know, it feels the balls weird of a when balls. <laughs> it It feels weird when my balls are in my wife's mouth because then it, I don't know. It just it's never done anything for me. <laughs> wow, I don't really think I wanted to know about that shifty. To be honest, I with mean, you. like the. Let me ask you though, Sean. I mean, like the whole ball in Lexi's mouth. Does, doesn't that like give you like that queasy feeling? You know. 
Yeah, you know what? This isn't your show. <laughs> you should see the look I'm getting from Lexi right now. <laughs> right. I don't. I didn't. I'm not even looking at the laptop. I, I already know. I already, I already sense it. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to talk well, about, I mean, about my balls. Well, I mean, let me ask you, Dave. I mean, doesn't doesn't the whole testicle and 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 another mouth does that feel make you feel queasy a little bit? Because it doesn't feel good for me. It, it it makes me feel like I'm gonna vomit or poop. This is where you and I differ. Yeah, I don't mind my balls in a girl's mouth. Yeah. I mean, the whole ball, the whole ball. Yeah. What's wrong with sure. it? Sure. What makes you really? feel queasy? Do you concern yourself with maybe she might bite it off in like some brash moment of anger? I, what? No, no, the whole the You're whole. You're gonna think about that mouth. next time. <laughs> no, the whole testicle in the mouth though. It just it's never done anything for me. It just makes me feel like like something bad is gonna happen. Do, do you? This, we're not fucking counselors, man. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Do you? So wait a minute. So you 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 mean to tell me that you like you don't like. Uh, balls in someone's mouth as much as you like her finger in your ass. No, I think I think I would like all my balls in the mouth, but I don't think that that one ball for some reason one ball being separated from the other ball uh, does something to my stomach. <laughs> does something to your stomach? Drunk shifty? Did that wake you up? Dave? <laughs> Getting drunk shifty? Well, how does that? I don't even want to know. I, this, I don't even want to know. What are you drinking? Is fucking hilarious. Yeah, what are you drinking, Shifty? <laughs> I want what so, he has. <laughs> right? What are you drinking? Uh, Yingling, of course. Uh, well, wait a minute. Actually, uh, Yingling uh, mixed with some Tito's, uh, and that's it. Wait, you have the Yingling in the Tito's, or the Tito's in the Yingling? Oh. I mean, listen, uh, you can't mix some yangling and some Tito's. I don't know what kind of man you are. <laughs> listen to this guy. Wow, Shifty, you should get drunk more often. You're actually kind of pleasant when you're drunk. <laughs> uh, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me ask you something, Sean. What's that, Shifty? You ask how me something, you, Shifty. How do you feel about Barack Obama hugging Nina, the Ebola patient? Uh, I hope he gets it and dies. <laughs> Dave. Whoa. That's whoa, pretty mean. Hey, uh, Secret Service agent listen to that. I did not feel that way. <laughs> I, you know what? He's he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's he's going out there and showing that there should be no fear when somebody is cured from it. Uh, but I, I find it very amusing that, that the girl looked as good as she did having Ebola, apparently, uh, you know, within 10 days of coming down with it. So... I don't know. You know, I, I I sort of feel like uh like like no matter what, if you had Ebola, I don't want to be anywhere near you. Just take vitamin C, you'll be all right. And <laughs> sure. Oh my god. That was true. Okay, first well. of all, first of all, I listened to you for the first time make an announcement on air that you believe that any that all that anyone would need is some vitamin C to kill Ebola with. And I'm just thinking, you are a crazy person. However, <laughs> however, I actually did, you know, I got back to work and then I wasted an hour of work time, which I did make up, but I wasted an hour of work time looking into this. And there's actually, and you also compared it to uh, scurvy. Yeah. Which also made hit me, me in the crazy. wrong spot. Right. Yeah, I'm just. There were so many things you said that I'm just like kook. <laughs> um, 
my wife calls me a kook. Isn't that nice? (laughs) Yeah, and it's on terrestrial radio, no less. So Mm. I go and look at this, and there's actually a really good amount of scurvy that you could put to, as far as the way the body reacts to Ebola and scurvy alike. And that's what he said. And that there are. I know that's what I said. And that there are uh, tests that have been done that do show that a increase in in vitamin C uh, does make a great deal of difference. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't go as far as to say that's the cure and that's all you need to concern yourself with. I still think that if you were to get something as severe as Ebola, if I'm not saying it's going to spread like wildfire, okay? I'm not smoking air over here. Couldn't hurt. Um, but vitamin C is not a bad thing. To, uh, we always have it in our cabinet. Anytime somebody thinks they're going to get sick, but it's it's not wrong actually. The the way that your body responds to this virus and and adding vitamin C like on a high dose really does make a huge huge difference. Then that was pretty insane to me. Because uh-huh. I uh-huh. thought you were pretty fucking well, crazy. Well, there's even studies out there showing that right. uh, all the vid- all the viruses that have been tested uh, with vitamin C, the, the, vi- the, the virus is destroyed by the vitamin C. Yeah, I know. I, I read about it in length. I'm kind of shocked. Yeah. Right. See, here's the thing. Is, From, is like, credible like- sources. Right. Sean <laughs> looks crazy until you do the research, because guess what? I He's know. Done the research. It freaked yep. me out when I read. Um. Oh wow. I'm like, how come we didn't discuss this a week ago? <laughs> <laughs> I just found it actually that day or the day before. Yeah. Oh. Go ahead, Shifty. While she is uh, uh, pontificating this research, the vitamin C cures uh, Ebola. I did not uh, can, say cures Ebola. First of all, can I can I can I just say that while she is pontificating that uh, that being white. Uh, I'm sorry that 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 vitamin C cures Ebola. Uh, I, I might also point out that uh, being partially white cures Ebola. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. You know. Studies would suggest. Yeah, don't be seen. black and get Ebola. <laughs> zero zero point zero percent of white people <laughs> died of Ebola. You no, and Sean alike need City. some serious racism insurance. Uh, the doctor, the doctor in New York City, is white. Yeah, the most recent one. He said well, he's not dead yet. No... Yeah, how's true. he doing? Uh, what, what was it? He's in stable what last. He he's stable, man. Right stable condition. Yeah, last I saw, he's in true. stable <laughs> condition. So. He's in the stable is of he, white is, condition. Right, right. Is he listed? Yeah, I'm about to say, is he listed in white condition? <laughs> Hold on, I'm pulling that up. Uh, I want to pull something up to play for Shifty. Wayne posted it, so. <laughs> is that the thing from the other day? Yeah, I know. I can know. I just say? Can I just say that it, it felt very, uh, it felt very good to be uh, cradled by Wayne in a uh, fetal position, uh, as if I was a baby. Um, <laughs> he did he's a nice man. He's that a cool motherfucker guy picked ever. me. Now I, I'm two. At the time, I was 230 pounds. I'm six foot one. That guy, he picked me up like I was a rag doll and spun me around. It made me feel like I was seven years old. I loved it. <laughs> I, it made you feel like you had a vagina, didn't it? No, it just made me feel like a kid. I was like, holy shit, I've been thrown around like this for fucking four decades. It's in, oh, it's in the, the fan page. page. That's right. What am Ma- I made me feel like I was a dancer. So what was your impression of Razzfest, Shifty? Um, 
I think that Razzfest was rather tame, and uh, and I had to create a work just to make uh, just to just to make comedy happen. You didn't though. <laughs> you didn't. I don't even to. know what you're talking about. It was a work. <laughs> it was a complete work. Oh, here it is. All right, I got it. It feels like a blowjob. It feels, it feels like, like a blowjob. Blow <laughs> <laughs> uh, hashtag. Hashtag, hashtag. All right, it's late. That will never air again either. Nope. I've already been told I'm Can we just cut out that one part? <laughs> yeah, I, with no context no, whatsoever. That one part, meaning my whole show, I, I, I mandated that. It was a work. It will never be played again. Yeah, but if it's a work, then he get, then I could just I could Man, sample that. Can't we just have the blowjob part? Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I seem to remember somebody beating. I was fucking the shit out of her to <laughs> death. <laughs> to okay. death. To death, you beat that to death. Right. So this is my time. Give me that clip. Give me the whole show. This is I'll, our time. It's our I, time I now. Actually, <laughs> whatever. All right, here, I just, want, I just want that one clip. Because I, 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 don't, I don't want anything else going on. Whatever. Listen, Shifty. You, want, you, you want watch Game of Thrones. Do you, want the drop, do you want the drop of me saying, oh, my God? You watch <laughs> Game of Thrones. Whoops. Game of Thrones is my shit. All right, hold on. Ready? You watch Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is my shit. Man, that's what I love about you. It's like you're a black dude, but you don't act black. What? What I mean is, like, you don't act all, like, like thugged oh, so out. all black people were thugged out? Man. Oops, I was raised. This black guy come here. How can I help you? I was trying to bond with my black co-worker, but things got racist real fast. Hey, man, he's all right. He's a really good guy. What he meant to say was is that he finds it extremely refreshing that you managed to somehow yeah. defy racial stereotypes, right. remain your own person, rooted but not bound to the black experience, which is culturally astonishing for him because he comes from Milwaukee and his father's a redneck. <laughs> He's cool, oh, man. man. He ain't got a Monty house all the time, man. Eat place of Love food. It's good food. Good guy. Yeah, if you say so. Thank God for racism insurance. There when you need it most. Racism insurance. You are so hot. <laughs> and I'm not into black girls, like, at all. But there's something about you. Wait, excuse me? Is that your real hair? <laughs> what? Do you have Indian in your family? You know what? Since I was raised, this black guy, come here. Really, Keith? That's what you led with. You know what? I, no, my friend here, he got a little hung up with your, your beauty. Wait, y'all are friends? Me and Keith? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we go way back. Yeah, we was at my crib actually watching BT, having a conversation about how a black woman has an unparalleled beauty. It's second in them. Uh, black girls rock so hard. And that was really sweet. You owe me, Ryan Gosling. You owe me. Racism insurance. For those times that you just kind of weren't thinking. is not even my suit, man. You know? No. You can't trust these hoes. Can't trust these yeah. hoes. You can't trust hoes. Well, man. You can't say that. Why not? Because we're talking about black hoes. Now, we can call black women hoes. Yeah. But you can't. I just thought I couldn't say nigga. Oh, you're like a nigga. What the hell is wrong with you, man? You cannot use the N word. It's not covered in your policy, man. Oh, uh, yeah, you on your own. Uh, hey, man. Fuck up. Please don't jump me, please. We're not gonna jump you. Who do you think this is? We're in Westwood, man. Yeah, bro. We're just gonna intellectually denigrate and scold you for the abuse of your white privilege. What's white privilege? Racism insurance. <laughs> for everything but it? the N-word. Really? Really? I wanna learn! I wanna learn! Tickets for dear white people are on sale now. To get yours, just click on this white guy. Hello? I like uh, I like when he appears for the third time and just smacks him upside the back of the head. Yeah. 
You can't say the N-word. It's, it's not, not in your policy. Your policy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shifty, that was specifically for you, I think, and me. I emailed that to my grandfather because he says the N-word a lot. Yeah. I don't need no racism insurance, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need no racism insurance, dog. <laughs> I don't need that. There's going to be nose phone soon. Nose phone? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the bloop. Don't be don't be standing near the toilet so you don't drop your phone in the toilet, right. Shifty. <laughs> He's gonna do a show with me from his mobile. From his mobile. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play that. You alive over there, Shifty? <laughs> what a dick. No. <laughs> It's ignoring us now. I don't know. I, I I really don't know why, but Buzzy Bob was calling my cell phone, which I mean Eternally, I uh, regret ever him having my cell phone up. Because <laughs> he's listening right now. He's worried about. He the does music the same thing I'm to going me. To play. He'll call me like twelve thirty after a show, and I'm like getting ready for bed. <laughs> you like, still awake at twelve thirty? Sometimes. We gotta throw Biggie out faster. I, I could tell you not today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Usually, me and him talk for a little while. Twelve oh one. I'm like, you got to go. <laughs> I didn't think he talked. I got to go I to sleep. Change my number. Change or those you, digits. Well, what you should have done is you should have given me your Google Voice number so that way you could just block them. <laughs> my voice number happens to be my uh, my my business number, which is a big problem. Why is that a big problem? Because my business number is a number I don't want anybody calling. Well, that doesn't make <laughs> any sense. I think that's the number I Well... I met anybody that knows me. What's the number so I can call it? Uh, it's 941. I was wondering if you were that drunk or not. <laughs> that's, what, that's why I did it. <laughs> Good God. Man. I knew So what do you think it of that? It feels like a blowjob. <laughs> what do you think All of right, that? So so let's get down to brass tacks before I have to go and get myself some more beer. Is there anything that you would like to ask me while I am shit-faced drunk? Uh, honey, you got any questions for Shifty while he's shit-faced drunk? Man, come on now. You got to be better than that. How do you feel about having your asshole fingered? Um, you know, occasionally it hurts and then it feels good and, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not too into it. Yeah, well... You're you're not too into it, so you're not into for a good finger fuck. I don't know. How did you feel about it, Sean? I just, yeah, well. a little little dabble here and there isn't too bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the pressure feels good, but then you know when the actual <laughs> penetration happens, that's a problem. It depends on how long the nails are too. That tends to be an issue. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that goes without saying, though. I mean, that's like saying that. That's like saying that that knife felt really good except for the blade. <laughs> oh, that's a good point, Shifty. That's a very, very uh, good point. You got any more questions, any, honey? Any, any other questions you might have for me? Dave, do you have a, a drunken question for Shifty? This is actually entertaining. I do not, actually. You don't have a drunken question for Shifty? No, because I'm not drunk. Well, I'm not drunk either, but... That's why I can't think of anything. God damn, you are useless tonight. I'm actually, I'm also looking at boats. He's <laughs> <laughs> looking, looking, looking I, I'm uh, like, hey man, I'm gonna be making money soon. Oh, so now you gotta spend you it gonna, all. Wait, wait, wait. How are you gonna be making money soon? I mean, that, that's like saying that 
that Bob Barker is going to be uh, fucking broad soon. I mean, that is not possible. No, I got a part-time job uh, doing a IT part-time work. part-time job doing what? IT work. No shit. A friend of I, mine I that I used you? to... Not only did he hire me, he sought me out. He 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 got a job somewhere else. He goes, no, you didn't hire him, Shifty. You didn't hire anybody, Shifty. Calm huh. down. I was talking about hiring somebody earlier today, so I was just making sure it wasn't him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that was a good one, Shifty. I'll, I'll give you that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually dead serious. I was talking about hiring somebody today, and I was looking into insurance and shit, and I'm just glad it wasn't him, because, I mean, I love him. But <laughs> He's on disability, but damn. so he's only doing part-time work, so you don't yeah. need the prime insurance. Right. Look, I, I just don't want to have to deal with his in- insurance problems. Yeah, you don't have to deal with insurance. You don't. You just got a 1099. You don't even have to make me an employee. That's what I'm doing oh, at the other well, job. Then you're hired, dog. Look, <laughs> too late. Too late. Now. I've already been hired. So you and the last two time, jobs now, you can't have two jobs. And the last time I spec a job for you, it cost me fucking money. <laughs> Man, that's terrible. I drove down to your architect friends. Cost me twenty dollars yeah. of fuel there and back, and 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 uh, toll. Man, what is like- what is your PayPal account? Because that shit should never cost you money, and that is tax deductible. So I demand to know what your PayPal account. I is. demand it. <laughs> oh, I, I tell you, I'll give you my Bitcoin address. <laughs> <laughs> I don't deal in Bitcoin, dog. I deal in money. <laughs> <laughs> and what is money? Uh, not Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> He has to listen to the, uh, the Bitcoin hate, how to be a Bitcoin hater That'll also. That'll change right. everything, Sean. It'll change everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. Bring him right back. Current Bitcoin value is. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't look at it. So, Shift, do you got anything else? Sure. I'm going to wrap this horse shit up here soon. Yeah, okay. I do. I do. I do. I, I, I have some questions for you, Sean, because it's that time of year. I'm not drunk oh. enough to answer every question, so. How do you deal with your child? Uh, going out trick or treating. Uh, what we allow? You know, you can't. You got to give a kid something. So we yeah, we allow him to eat uh, things that he normally wouldn't. We're eat. not like total freaks, man. We let our kids celebrate holidays. You know, we're trying now, to wait, lead now wait, a normal now wait, enough now wait. life. Do you? Uh, do you? Excuse <laughs> me. Uh, I don't want to do this. I want to get high and play music. I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you filter out the candies that have not been factory sealed? Uh, what? Who gives out who gives out candy like that anymore? Yeah, they're not getting like fig newtons that were homemade when they're trick or treating, man. Yeah, but what about who's new to this whole parenting? Gives out a Mary Jane or a Tootsie Roll that's not hermetically sealed. Me? Right. I mean, what if it what if it was sealed with a bola? You don't know. Oh, Shifty. Anything else? Yeah, I want to know what you do with, with candies that aren't hermetically sealed. You we calm the fuck down, bitch. We That's eat what them. you do. That's and you eat them. your fucking Tootsie Roll. That's what you do. <laughs> She's looking at the screen like she can see him. <laughs> She's like yelling at the computer screen that's just showing a phone because <laughs> he called by his cell phone. I like to look at people in the eye when I'm fucking saying something. Uh, it's hard to look at him in the eye. They move too fast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's our problem, man. 
Man. <laughs> All right, Shifty. I'm gonna wrap, I'm gonna wrap this up. So you have a great Dang. evening. Drink some water and uh, take some time all before you go to bed. Eat a cucumber. Yeah, eat a cucumber. Man, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go get some more uh some more beer after this uh, conversation. Okay, so, you do that. So, so wait a minute, wait a minute. If somebody gives you a, a twisted up tootsie oh. roll, you just give it to Mikey. Yes. Yes. Yes, man. That's what we do. We're sick like man, that. Man, what if that shit had some 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 acid or uh, some razor blades or some uh, who does some that marijuana? shit anymore? Well, marijuana would bother uh, me. Some Ebola in it. a little bit. Let's let's flip the script. What oh are you going to do with your kid? You're going to allow yeah. your kid to go out there with a bowl of marijuana infected candy? No, I'm going to throw that shit out, dog. That's what that's what. Candy well, that's what they're going to do. All about. That's what I'm they're going to. I'm eating that shit. <laughs> I'm eating that shit because you never know when there's some good marijuana candy being passed out. Yeah, well, I know where there's a good marijuana candy, and it's in my refrigerator. Yeah. Yeah, apparently somebody stole mine. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Anywho, all right. Goodbye, Shifty. Have a good evening. Eat a cucumber. Uh, last, Eat it. Don't stick it in but, your ass. But, la, la, last question. Why? Why? Have you seen the chemtrails lately? Yeah, I put some pictures up the other day. Go check them out. They're right nah. on my Twitter. Got to go now. Bye. Love you, Shifty. You know they were clouds, right? Good, good night. Later. We love you. All right, there goes Shifty. No, he doesn't God. know that. He's still talking to himself, probably. I hung up on him. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me ask you one more question. Let me ask you one more But one hold more on. Thing. Wait a second here. Drunk Shifty's kind of funny. I liked it. I know. Yeah. I like that Shifty. <laughs> See, he should be drunk more Better. often. He should be drunk all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Uh, you know, we put some effort forward and, and enjoyed ourselves. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, I'm not sure when we're going to take our next weekend off, but it'll be soon. It feels like a blowjob. It feels like a blowjob. You guys be safe out there. We love you. We'll talk to you next week. Oh God, it's so funny. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense of weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns Don't be afraid of mistakes Emotions misplaced To love or to hate I don't know what to do We're all lost and confused Just trying to get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth What it takes But it takes a long time Dirt to see grace When I'm trying to be real They tend to be fake When I'm risking it all With no time to waste Fuck this red race I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Destination Sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown
die Don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home But right from day one, I've been in this alone With odds stacked against, I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Allie, don't ever look back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death this is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent life. Now it's time to connect. It's an SOS, the death's been sent. So now we just wait and hope for the best. With the sunset hung behind us in the universe to blind us from the moon, we'll watch the whole world explode. Moving free, I'm guided through. so much thanks the first 52 is the bump diggity Cement the concrete's alive Where the bonds are formed, the rats run and hide Drama's like a cartoon that comes to life Where the express bus runs twice a night To the stadium that's packed every Monday night To the yellow cab driver that helped make your flight Where you can get what you want if the price is right And screaming fuck you's another way to be polite In the city where my heart's still alive 
the home of the true multicultural women looking fly, men swarming like some vultures. We affected by a million different cultures, crafted in the sound just like it was a sculpture. Taste a damn for thank caravana, puffing on Cubans like we lounging in Havana. Club district, find me down on Richmond, escalate for Rory's music, banging out the system. Yeah, in summer, this is how we live in Corona and hand, laid back and chilling. Every day, some of y'all to live life from the east to the west. We down to take flight, hit the boardwalk, filled up a Queen's Key, heading to the island, coming back around at three. Cherry Beach, sunbathing, volleyball. Every Saturday, this always seems to be the call. Just a few perks when you're in my zone. This is where I'm at, and this is where I'm calling home.